listen to the Black Guy Who Tips podcast because Rod and Karen are hot. It took a second to register up in my brainium, my dome, my head, my skull, my cranium. My eyes I had enough. It was time to do some talking. I had that creep through the hound dogs that was stalking. This Slimmy caught me peeping. This means she wasn't sleeping on who I was. So she crept in like a hawk. In a minute's time, we adjourned to the floor. Ooh, I hit a high note cause of the way that she was walking. We got into the group i didn't bust a no hip-hop move it was just i just kept it nice and smooth next thing you know we got together word i thought we'd be forever didn't have an umbrella now i'm soaked in stormy weather hey welcome to the black guy who tips podcast your host rod and karen and we're in the house on a monday mm-hmm. that's right it is a monday for everybody that watches um love of hip-hop I believe reunion part one is is now is today um also uh for people that listen to the show go to crowdcast.io and you can uh watch us live okay mm-hmm. there's people right now enjoying us live getting to see our brilliant faces and the new place and the decorations and stuff mm-hmm. uh still need to put some more up around karen but hey we are you know getting started in here in this studio yep of course the official weapon of the show is the taser and the unofficial sport is bullet ball and bullet ball extreme all right you can uh go to the blackoutills.com and uh sign up to become premium uh a bunch of stuff you know it helps the show out when you do that uh you can vote in the polls leave comments uh and all that stuff leave us five star reviews on itunes and stitcher and we'll read them on the show as long as they are nice okay if if they're not nice we we do not promise to read them on the show uh we are not here to be your uh your to be your uh punching dummy okay we're not a punching bag all right we're not here for you to talk shit about us we're here to have a good time um today's show is brought to you by loot crate that's right somebody was just in the chat room asking me about loot crate uh, this episode is brought to you by Loot Crate, which is a monthly mystery crate filled with exclusive items from the biggest, best pop culture franchises. You can go to LootCrate.com slash TBGWT and enter code TBGWT. You can get $3 off of any new subscription. Uh, this month's, uh, featured, uh, box is, uh, for August is anti-hero. That's the thing. From bad guys doing good things for the wrong reasons to good guys with questionable tactics, August is the perfect time to explore the anti-hero. Walk the hero villain line with this 100% exclusive collection of items from DC Comics, Archer, Dark Horse, and Kill Bill that includes two great collectibles, a wearable, and of course, uh, the monthly t-shirt. And don't forget that pen. Alright. Uh, let's go ahead and get into, uh, the show. Okay. You gonna open up the box or you gonna do Nah, mm See? Karen over here. Hopping all in the questions. pre-roll 15 seconds the actual second time we do it is when it's a minute now you guys know you can do the show professionally for as long as you want your wife still gonna, double, still gonna question you like you don't know what you're doing guys professional podcast that's what i do um of course uh you know people been asking us about the move and all this stuff uh, i thought we'd talk about it for a second um okay. i thought it went pretty smooth considering we only moved up the block you know, around the corner everybody's been congratulating us on the move it's like we literally like saying like it's just a different building in the apartment complex 
uh but we did get a bigger apartment and that makes a hell of a difference you know uh like our last apartment i didn't realize how small it was till uh till the movers started (laughs) that's right we got movers this time started setting up uh stuff in the apartment that shit Mm -hmm. i said i'm too old for that shit too old for moving stuff yeah Yeah. pay pay somebody to do that if you can well what's weird is that we moved a lot of stuff ourselves too like we moved a bunch of the little stuff we moved a bunch of the boxes and stuff i mean the way it's so funny man uh i guess we just kind of go through the process so we knew we were moving um and we didn't want to go far and mm-hmm. you know we had our preferences and stuff like now we got an all wood floor mm-hmm. uh for most of the living area except for the bedrooms um we uh we like got a bigger place now uh, a little more space mm-hmm. um so the things that were important to me when I, we were going to move like because we didn't have a choice like that's the other thing we probably would have kept staying in our place just about forever mm-hmm. because um you know it was affordable it was just the convenience convenient we already lived there i didn't want to move any of my stuff um but uh it was i'm glad we moved though but um it was funny though because they came like when they came to us and they were like look uh we're remodeling all these apartments mm-hmm. putting in a bunch of new amenities and shit so y'all gotta move and Karen and I were kind of like, all right, so this either means we're moving out of here or whatever, but we really like where we live and we like the staff mm-hmm. and they're, it's very professional and the neighbors are very nice mm-hmm. and all these positive things. And I was like, you know what? I don't want to move. So why don't we um, just stay here? And since it's like, because I knew we were staying, I never stressed out about it. But the uh apartment complex every couple of months will send us like some papers like y'all need to move now yeah hey. <laughs> we we don't want you bitches we we right. you know, we we don't we don't mailed it to you we don't sent it to you we don't emailed it to you y'all gonna have to get the point you waiting too late for the first couple months we gonna give we gonna hook you up with the regular rate but after that we're gonna raise the shit <laughs> right. y'all niggas need to move right. and i was like we have so much stuff coming up you know with the awesome con and mm-hmm. what you know what and i was like i don't want to just take on all that i don't know how much it costs to move to be honest uh because i want movers i didn't want to pay for myself you know we're doing uh pretty well so it's like you know let's spend some of this money in the area i don't feel like dealing with i don't feel like coordinating my friends buying right. a moving truck renting mm-hmm. a moving truck all that you could have got paid for the movers although i have been thinking like does anybody just rent a moving truck just to drive around the city because i've been thinking about doing that like i just might ah! rent a moving truck and just drive it around just see what it's like you know you all would love that yeah you know just as a matter of fact i might drive it by people that are moving and then just drive past them like y'all should have a bigger truck but um at any rate so uh you know i i hate moving the stuff and so we were like we're gonna hire movers and you know a couple weeks out uh start looking into movers i went to this site called like thumbtack.com or something and it tells you about local movers in your area you describe the kind of move you want to do is it on the first floor is it the stairs are there pets uh i don't know just how many rooms what kind of shit are they gonna yeah, be that, moving that matters with the fees yeah and then they give you estimates and everybody writes in and, and they and it's like they bid on your thing um uh, so i thought about doing that you know you can get it packed and all this stuff and the problem was on the site they keep up with the review so it's like when someone bids you know you can also see the last work that they did right 
and so of course i'm not just saying yes to just anybody you know i got three different bids and i was like let me look at their customer their reviews you know their 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 reviews and some of the reviews like these people didn't show up uh they were late they had the wrong size truck uh you know just things you know it scares the shit out of you and i'm like i don't want that to be my move you know Mm -hmm. so i just went with already stressful enough right so kind of like a about a week or two out i just was like fuck it that was a bad idea one of the people had one review you know uh i said that was a bad idea so you know what let me just call through two guys one truck or whatever i see those people moving people all the time right, and they local that yeah it's always you know it's professional and all this stuff i've heard you know so i said let me just do that because let me tell you what you don't want to do ask the internet for advice why because you motherfuckers are so <laughs> you think you're so like one we have our fans so they think they're so fucking funny you know it's just jokey joke 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 so i'm like <laughs> not, not, not everything in my life's a joke y'all <laughs> you sure i let you on my facebook page because i trusted you and this is how you do me but then the, um the second part of this was um the second part of this is some people are just like yeah just hire you some go down to Lowe's, hire you a couple of mexicans and let them i'm like so, Why, then, so they come back around me if they break oh, well that's racist but if they break my tv who are, who are whose liability is that no and i and i don't I'm not saying that'd be racist just oh, no 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 it's, it's cool trump you, they might come back and be <laughs> then you know physically where i live yeah well so do the movers that you hire yeah but if they come back and break in i can be like hey company your people broke in my shit okay then that's a good point versus some saying. fucking random stranger okay All right. i couldn't tell if you were saying it because they were mexicans or strangers i mean mm-hmm. you know you might be voting for trump on the low <laughs> ah! uh but i was like yeah so um i this does not uh sound appealing to me you know it might get done cheap but then i have right. literally zero recourse if some shit gets broken or missing or whatever right you get what you pay for right um and then we literally are just moving up the street it's not you know I, in my mind i'm like it can't be too expensive but so when you call for those who haven't done this before when you call like a two guys in the truck or whatever they give you a quote just like these other movies gave us a quote quotes are normally like by the hour they guesstimate like oh it's gonna take about five hours how many people yeah they tell you how many people are coming how much room how many things they have to live and you try to i try to be detailed as possible like hey y'all i need y'all to throw away my washing machine and my dryer because the new place has a free has a built-in washing machine and dryer i need y'all to throw away uh my patio furniture because it ain't really patio furniture it's just damn um it was a coffee table that we didn't know where to sit so we set it outside <laughs> it's like let that shit erode in the elements so ghetto <laughs> yeah mm, <laughs> that, so bad. that shit that been done snowed on right. frosted i know our neighbors thought we wasn't shit but um you know it was just a bunch of shit where i was like just get rid of this right. um and we'll be good so um they was like okay cool you know um it's gonna cost and i want to say the first estimate was so much it was like the first estimate just for the move was like twelve hundred dollars and i was like okay the move literally up the block that seems ridiculous so crazy um and but you know they haven't built in fees like if they have to move tvs they they put them in a special case and you know that can cost money um yeah things of this nature but 
you know so it's a little worrisome you know um and then also i was like i want it packed how much would you cost call, charge to pack it so that was gonna be like another twelve hundred dollars or something or not no no that was gonna be like built into the twelve hundred dollars mm-hmm. so like the move was like 700 estimated and then packing was like 500 estimated and what happened was the packers because i was like we want to move tuesday and they were like cool we'll be there tuesday uh oh you know that sounds good blah 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 but then i didn't hear from them like for a day or so and so i hit them back like hey what's the deal with this we want to we definitely want to get it done and i'm like well tuesday is pretty full but wednesday we could do the move and tuesday we can do your packing and and they said call us if you in case you pack everything up by tuesday because i said we already packed up some stuff they said then then we won't pack it and then we'll just move it well me and karen packed everything like yeah because we had started packing and we got to the point where i was looking at roger like what the what the fuck do we have packers for we had packed up the bulk of the stuff i was like there's no point and uh you know uh life hack cheat code uh the thing that we do when we move uh is we go to walmart and we buy a bunch of plastic containers um like 20 or so like Mm -hmm. i think this time we bought about 13 14 and we take our stuff and we put them in those plastic containers and they're easy to carry they um are neat they, they're stackable right you, you don't have to put them together like boxes and stuff mm-hmm. and then um when we're done we take them and return them and get all our money back right now the problem is this means you have to go to walmart several times so your cashier's gonna have a jerry curl yes have your patience cap on yeah it's gonna be you're gonna be late waiting in lines uh you're gonna you know it's gonna be a lot y'all i mean i can't promise you it's worth the irritation to everybody but it was either this or let the packers come in and pack everything up uh we also threw out so much shit like Mm -hmm. yeah we threw out a lot of shit we threw out so much shit everything that wasn't like nailed down that we didn't love had to go yeah and and the thing is i threw away a bunch of clothes because uh, i got i got a lot of clothes probably got more clothes than i ever need and i was like hmm i ain't worth this in a year trash if i had to look at it and it wasn't like on my favorite list it had to go uh because all i was doing was just making room for more new shit but i was like hey you got to go yeah you know one thing i'm worried that i wonder too was like um because i was like it's a good chance to start over right so i was like let's get rid of the plates and shit that we don't you know like there have been yeah stuff was mismatched mm-hmm. i don't know who mitch is but he was maxing shit <laughs> yes he was all over the place um but yeah we threw so we threw a bunch of shit away um which was you know less shit you have to lift and carry less stuff you're getting charged for um just getting rid of stuff um and I'm, I'm just you know that part was the work really throwing everything away packing shit up taking shit to the dumpster we made so many trips to the dumpster and it wasn't 100 degrees out y'all it's so fucking hot yeah one oh minute at 105 110 i'm surprised the caught him with like niggas why y'all out here yeah <laughs> yeah it was hot as fuck outside we were sweating balls um and the thing is man i'm so glad to uh you know to be here and i'm glad that um you know if i had to to make this move because i think moving is very stressful um i'm glad i could do it with karen because she's a good person and a good partner to do this kind of stuff with uh you know not everybody is able to 
coordinate and work through stuff and you know it really tests your patience you know uh because you have to do so much communication and so much fucking you know you're tired Mm -hmm. you know there were days where you know all i did was you know carry and lift shit and pack shit and coordinate stuff and whatnot and so it's a it's a big pain in the ass uh it it is and you know having karen uh there you know i could i couldn't imagine just doing this move with just anybody anyway oh no you yeah you if you want to really see if you love somebody move with them like like take a road trip right and like that being being in a car for six seven eight twelve hours with somebody you will see if you really like that person and i think uh for me i knew it was something that had to be done and it would be one of those things where you would be exhausted so when i would get home from work i would kind of pick up where you left off because you know like i said i've been at work all day so when i got off work i would do the little you know just little things around stuff that you may have not finished or hadn't completed and stuff like that because i was like well shit it still got to go on it can't just sit yeah so i you know it was definitely um it was definitely a lot man but uh yeah when you get here and you don't have as much shit and it's not as cluttered and your stuff looks organized and you get to re re uh decorate you know i've really been Which enjoying kind of personalizing this you know mm-hmm. putting a lot more nerd stuff around like some of these rooms and, and i like the bathroom yeah i picked out uh the stuff that goes in the bathroom so karen has it's like all a, girly mm-hmm you know i was i was thinking about you um, it's a big black woman on my shower curtain mm-hmm. <laughs> and uh also got um you know stuff coming in and whatnot little stuff that i just never had thought about before you know we got us a piggy bank now officially that counts all our change you know a little shit where you can upgrade because before we used to just have a tacky ass big jar of ah, change yes! that was uh i think a form of cookie cookie jar or it something was. with not designed for change at all yep so you know little yeah. stuff <laughs> we did little upgrades like like now we officially roger ordered like a coffee holder so it holds all like the k-cups and the key shit organized and it's one of those things you don't never really think about this shit you're like oh this shit is convenient and it keeps keeps it organized yeah i feel like this must be how people become adults like you yes. just don't think about it because like when young i go to my parents house it's always neat over there Ain't it though? and i never think about like how did they keep it neat like right. as a kid or whatever i just be like well straws come in a container so then you sit that container on the counter but i never thought like why wouldn't i have a container that holds my cups and my straws why don't i organize go together right (laughs) why don't i organize it and uh i don't know if it was built in but inside the cabinets they had hooks for your spice spices that was actually built in the cabinet they're not hooks but they like they're the spice holders they, oh spice holders yeah you just push them right in there and they hold them real tight it's, i it's love really that nice. shit i was like holy shit yes and all my spices is like hanging hanging on the side i'm fancy yeah karen is fancy now um as you guys can see <laughs> um but yeah it was so it was a lot of fun to organize everything once we got here although you know it's also a lot of work and still a lot of trips to the trash and you got to go return everything at walmart i always worry about making returns even with the receipt i keep thinking i'm gonna get the most like csi motherfucker to be like but you just bought these boxes Mm -hmm. and you must have used them because some of these boxes look like they had things in them and you are returning them sir also one latch is missing on one of these containers i 
janelle who works at walmart refused to give you your money back like I, in my mind that's how it goes now it never goes that way yeah, when in I reality get she's been there you no know, four five six hours it's possibly into her shift she got a long line she's like fuck it beep 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 here your money yeah exactly it's like literally there's no it's like, it ain't mine there's not even a sheet to fill out Mm-mm. like they used to have a sheet remember i don't know if you guys remember that but you used to have to fill out like oh i'll get my money back let me fill out a sheet here's my id all this man walmart was like how many is it okay 13 here you go sir here's all your money back you want cash or you want it on this card okay i'll take cash okay here's your cash bye right because they was like we we ain't got time to be here you know doing the uh, a csi check on you for fucking bins yeah plus i went in there with karen and once you when you have a black woman offsets they black woman powers <laughs> so they was like we don't want no problems because it might be some problems you know um but yeah that was that was just crazy um and then of course uh the weirdest part and this is like i would warn anybody against this do not turn off your cable and shit until after you're ready to move we tried to coordinate it so that it would basically be on in the same day and what happened was once the mover said hey we're not coming tuesday we're coming wednesday i said okay let me contact you verse and tell them hey we're not moving tuesday we're moving wednesday well apparently you can't just tell them when you want to move the installation you also have to tell them you need to change the day it's going to be cut off now i don't know why you would need to tell them that um necessarily and they don't specify you tell them that but we basically just were sitting in the house it was like midnight and everything that used internet and cable turned off this is a huge problem for us because our phone service was basically kaput like our cell phones don't get didn't get reception at the time at our old place unless we had the wi-fi on so now it's like we're driving around charlotte in the middle at one in the morning talking to them on the phone like hey what the fuck turn our shit back on and they literally could not turn it back on like it's like well let's talk to a manager can't turn it back on we got to fill out a form it could be back on the 24 to 48 hours well it'll be fucking useless then we'll be in a new place like you're making it so that when the movers call i can't get in contact with them you're making it so that when um you know karen calls i won't she won't get through when uh any you know if we if somebody any anything we have to coordinate we can no longer receive phone calls and you're gonna fuck this up i was like even when the uverse man comes to install this shit he won't be able to get through because we won't have a phone so we had to basically that 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 day because karen had the next day off we had to figure out a way to move all the tv equipment over to the new place with no furniture have him come over and set it up yeah um, yeah that day because at first she at first that the thing about her is that i'm very patient but i had started to get livid um and i was trying to be cool in the background because we had the woman on the speakerphone and i was like hey we need to do something she was like well he can't come to like wins i was like Mm-mm, we, we're not going for this she was like and roger was and roger basically had to threaten like hey we will cut this motherfucking shit off we will not renew um can i turn my equipment in when you start talking about i cannot turn my equipment in people start taking your shit for real i shouldn't have to show my ass for you to do your job and the thing is it's pre-programmed just like somebody pressed the button to turn it off they could have turned they could have pressed the button to turn the motherfucking back on too yeah well it's also weird because you know they were like well we can't do nothing the closest the quickest appointment we had to even install this is still is wednesday since you moved it and i said okay well cool 
how what we need to do to return this shit right and she was like um well you just take all the equipment up to any ups and they'll box it up and send it back to you i said cool well maybe that's what we need to do and then she was like well let me talk to my manager and then she walked away came back and was like okay we can make an appointment for tomorrow at one and they can set it all up and all this stuff and i was like that's that's as close as we're gonna get to a solution that'll work for us so we did that but in the meantime we went and got new phones because uh our service with verizon wasn't working in our house and like we had to use a verizon extender box and a wi-fi thing it was just too fucking much man. the whole area was like a dead zone until you got into the house yeah yeah it was uh it was really bad man if there was any emergencies and our thing our our wi-fi was out we would have been stuck you know um so we basically switched to at&t that night that that same day yeah and the biggest reason why is because when the dude installed it he was getting yeah he was installing our shit my man mike for at&t for uverse he was installing our shit and he was getting perfect reception he's getting text messages like his phone is fucking working i said what's your service with he's like at&t he's like go in there and tell them all this stuff and that you got uverse and maybe they'll give you free unlimited data and all this other stuff and so we just went up to at&t talked to our girl ish and she guided us through the process and she, she was informative i think she was too informative but she was informative listen y'all okay she told you everything it wasn't just that she was informative okay karen kept asking <laughs> these fucking questions <laughs> i want to know we've been moving all day <laughs> at&t literally closed on us because karen was still asking questions like they closed at nine or whatever we came in at eight i'm thinking okay cool let's just find out what the deal is with these phones we can get in and get out i'm tired i've been moving and tomorrow i have to coordinate all this shit with the move and we still have to set our phones up so we're not gonna get be able to get that done if we stay here too long karen asked so many damn follow-up questions to stuff that didn't even make sense we weren't even gonna get stuff she's talking about tablets switching over to satellite i was like what are you doing and then when Ish would look down to start working on stuff, I made eye contact with Karen and just shook my head like, what are you doing? It's <laughs> oh, an bad. interview. Like, we, you gotta go to work tomorrow. I'm gonna be the one in charge of moving everything tomorrow. You just, you leaving me stuck, so fuck me then, huh? <laughs> it wasn't no purpose. And then we had to get back and, um, and, and it's still, uh, cause you know when you get new phones for iPhone, you gotta uh, upload everything, move stuff over from the cloud and, update the firmware and all this shit so i mean we was up to like one in the morning just trying to do it and we still didn't even get it done um because we started so late it was just crazy man and little shit like finding out which plugs are attached to light switches and which aren't yes because like apparently we thought our at&t was broke <laughs> but it really was attached to a light switch that if you turn it off the power goes off almost like what people do with lamps right i was like oh uh and i didn't even think about that because you know we don't really use lamps like that i mean we use lamps but we use coat take your ass over there cut the switch off so we was just clicking shit and the shit was like um why are the tv not working uh why is this not working not realizing it was plugged in those plugs yeah i'll just be watching tv and then i'll be like okay why did the tv just turn off right or i was watching the dnc and now it's done and i figured out like oh it's these switches like karen had walked in and walked out and i was like why the fuck would it turn off after you walked out of that room 
you know because it was kind of a delay it wasn't right away and it was because of those switches you know but uh yeah we definitely um moved the switches around and shit like that um but yeah that's pretty much all of it man you know uh just getting stuff in and coordinating and getting things organized and uh you know getting the place decorated and stuff i am enjoying all that kind of stuff mm-hmm. i do like the little bluetoothy thing oh yeah this this place comes with a bluetooth built-in speaker uh in the kitchen so you can like listen to your music and your podcast right in the kitchen uh as soon as you turn on the light it's just like bluetooth on <laughs> i know it was like you entered the room yeah so that 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 is cool you know a little stuff like that you know um and yeah so i want to say that's about it man um and uh but yeah oh i know what the other thing was i didn't ever finish this so these estimates for the movers are like twelve hundred dollars and shit mm-hmm. so we pack everything because i'm just like fuck that you know i cut let's cut down on the cost we can right you know uh cost less for them to move something than for them to pack it we right. even packed our closets and shit mm-hmm. which was fine um and so uh they get there and it's two brothers and they, they were cool they was talking about all kinds of shit uh the whole time making jokes about their co-workers and stuff it's <laughs> like man i think like our co-worker might have got us involved in a b and e because that that mood didn't seem right a couple of days ago like What's it, the breaking the entering oh shit saying that they, he was trying to get them to move some stuff and it wasn't um it didn't seem on the up and up and shit it was like you know ah! like, it was just they was just joking around and stuff uh and then uh so they moved everything in real professional real neat you know since they moved shit for a living two strong ass niggas like they were just picking shit up and just yank you know like take this take that stuff that i would have been like i need some help they were just like <laughs> got it you know <laughs> well you want this well you want that that kind of shit <laughs> what did they say about it being so close they joke about it not being far oh yeah yeah well I, that was later on so they okay. moved everything out and stuff and they said basically they charged like 120 dollars for the truck rental and stuff and then they charged 120 dollars per hour or something like that and they looked around the place and it was like this won't take that long though so um they uh started moving shit and i started reading my comic books i finished all of cluster which was a great comic book series mm. those of us to the nerd off y'all heard me talk about it um so I read that and I felt weird standing around while they move shit like I should have been helping, but I also paid you. So I'm not, you know, it wasn't like, right. it, like it made me realize how insensitive white people must have been to have slaves. Like really, <laughs> really master, you can't hop off the horse and pick none of this cotton. You just going to mm-hmm. watch me do it yourself and mm-hmm. not pay me because that's some bullshit. Like I could only justify it by watching them work hard, but knowing that I had to give them a check or cash or whatever you know give them money at the end you did this shit and you were just like yeah niggers here's some uh leftovers from the house right like that's some that's some man that racism is hard i don't know how people do that but um you know they were moving all this stuff and um they were just you know taking things in and out and you know it was real cool to see them how professional they were packing stuff because they do it all the time right uh you know they had those lifts and all this shit you know the like uh the dollies and whatnot mm-hmm. and got the 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 washing machine dryers yeah. and stuff out there the equipment we would have never had access to yeah everything they were gonna throw away they put in the back of the truck everything we were keeping they put in the front of the truck then we took the long drive one block 
and they said man this you moved too far or something like that i was like nope showed them where the new place was they just moved and that was even faster because they had less stuff to move right and uh because there was more space and stuff i I just pointed them in the right place and i had to make some stuff up on the fly like where the bed is where the um where the yeah because they put it back together right yeah Yeah. where the mirror was gonna go plus tvs and equipment was all over the damn place i'd take it apart put it back together uh you know put it in the right plug and stuff um but it literally took about three hours for everything that's not bad the total was like 420 so it wasn't close to the damn seven hundred dollars that we i thought we were that we got estimated which is a good technique i guess yeah, um just in case really the, serious and prepare for the worst right because the case is not a good move and things are fucked up or you lied or they you know so yeah you you, you said you was gonna have a two-bedroom apartment they coming in at six they was like nah we're gonna try yeah. to do extra so um and it was a easy first floor first floor right up the block stuff like that so they um you know they got everything done you know filled out the paperwork to pay them um and uh i had i looked up online like how much do you tip movers because mm-hmm. this is one of those things i don't know right and nobody talks about you know mm-hmm. like you know so i googled it and a lot of people were like twenty dollars ten dollars if it's and like it was like give them twenty dollars if it's a six hour move if it's you know well if you're moving across uh this amount of distance give them ten dollars and i was like that don't seem like a lot Mm-mm. Like that seems now this, and it's been, y'all it's, it's 100 been degrees hot here it's been smoking yeah and i and and maybe it's because you know i'm the black guy who tips tim and all this shit it was just kind of like that seems not worth their time like right. and i know they get paid for the move and stuff right. too but literally as a tip like ten dollars uh seem like a short shrift for what the work they did so uh i gave them like 50 each or something like that um luckily i had some cash at the time that i made sure to take out at walmart and uh they was cool man and it was funny because uh when we first moved in our neighbors some i think they have a dog and the dog had like made a mess like going through their trash or something at the door so there was like trash all over the floor on on the on the breezeway and they was like, man, you got a bad neighbor. And I said, I know, man. Like, you see that mess out there, dog? They need to clean that shit up. But I didn't get to say that. I just went, I know, right? And then I was, because I was writing, I think I was uh, filling out paperwork. And before I could finish, they was like, yeah, man, she really wearing that dress. I was like, what? Oh, oh that kind of bad. <laughs> oh, okay, y'all. I, I, we black. I know. I've been playing hip hop in the background on the Bluetooth. So, I mean y'all probably have felt that it was a real casual environment and y'all could say that my neighbor looked good uh i haven't seen her yet to even know what they're talking about mm-hmm. but uh they was like yeah man she working that dress dog i was like oh, okay yep uh thought she was gonna talk about the quality of life around here but <laughs> that uh, that works as well you know <laughs> but yeah so that was uh that was pretty much the move man everything after that we just had to box and throw throw away everything in the house and take our shit back and return it and you know figure out what stuff is going and what we need and more you know yeah got rid of a little bit more stuff yeah get some more organizing and stuff like that yeah, so we redid the studio i like this yeah we've changed the studio setup so that me and karen can kind of see each other she's not watching my back the whole show um <laughs> like a stalker i can see justin you know all that stuff so yeah we can play guess the race with him 
yeah so yeah karen can now join in on guest the race i forgot about that oh shit i can't that's right because i can't see it either yeah so we got we got a lot of positive things going over here at the blackout tips and it really without you guys listening and especially specifically donators and premium, premium. people could we literally couldn't have made this move like, without you thank you so much it couldn't have happened it's literally because of you guys that we were able to do that so you know pat yourself on the back and know that we're forever thankful because uh you know it, it this would not have been uh this would have been so much more stressful without uh the resources to be able to do this stuff and to pay for these things and whatnot man so you know who knows what we would have been doing you know um all right so let's uh let's talk about some other things um i have a few random thoughts to get into before we start these articles number one okay dresses should have pockets yes that is my new platform for america i think hillary clinton can get this done she needs to put this on her initiatives on the on the issues dresses should have pockets man i was at walmart and i seen a woman put her hands in her in her dress pockets and i went why the fuck don't all dresses have pockets it because they soon you're gonna carry a pocket which is some bullshit not only do dresses should have pockets workout pants should have motherfucking pockets pants should have pockets men don't even have pants that don't have pockets right right it doesn't even make sense right but you where's the functionality of a dress basically what you're saying the functionality of women's clothing is to either be form-fitting as to catch the eye of men or uh it has to be or or uh it has to be so aesthetically pleasing um and tight fitting that functionality no longer matters right like the functionality is to look good and that's it like there's no uh secondary function you know we don't do that with men's clothes like nope that like it's clearly a misogynistic sexist thing that comes from a long time ago right that people just don't question anymore um but you know it just it, but it doesn't make sense and it probably never made sense right and it's some bullshit but i didn't not and i never realized it until uh going to the y and working out and shit and i just will buy i got all these pants in here and i might probably get rid of some of them yoga pants is nothing but like my actually like workout workout pants mm-hmm. I would go and I would be like, shit, this ain't got no pockets. Shit, this ain't got no pockets. Because you know how convenient it would be just to throw my keys in my pocket and go on up to the Y. But now I got to find something else to carry my other shit in. And I started looking at men's shit. And I was like, you know what? Fuck it. Next time I go and buy men's shit. Yeah, I don't know. Like, I don't know. If I was a woman, I probably would never wear a fucking dress unless I had pockets. Uh, I just be wearing pants and shit, cargo yeah, pants all the time. I wear a lot of pants because of that. Yeah, it does. Even sometimes when you see pants on like a woman's, uh, like um, capri pants and shit, it's like you can't put nothing in them. Right. Like these pants too. These t- these po- pants are too tight and these pockets are too small. Right. Like there's no like even if you were to put like a pocket on like the leg part by the knee, which is what cargo shorts do, that would still have a function. Like. Give me a place to put my phone, my keys, you know, my 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 wallet, yeah. something. And Lauren brought up a good point. Think about this: sometimes the pockets don't be real, yeah, or women stuff, or either it be just like a flat with a fold over. But if you go into it, it's not a pocket there. Which is also weird too, because sometimes you'll see um, those shorts where it's like Daisy Dukes, but then the pocket is longer than the shorts. Right. Like why? So you kept the pocket in that, 
but then when you have actual pants you're like take the pocket out of this shit i don't understand the rules to women's clothing at all other than it must just be somebody said i won't see them titties uh, oh, I won't see that ass. Right. Uh, the pockets is in my way, dog. I can't jack off the pockets. <laughs> right. You need to get them pockets up out of them them dresses, ladies. And nope. Pockets don't turn me on. You, I can't see no. Uh, you need to tuck this in your bra so I can see them titties. Because if you out here carrying a purse, then you might be able to have some agency and afford things to get away from me. I need you to be dependent on me. Okay. Uh, but yeah, it's. It's crazy. All dresses should have pockets. I can't yeah. believe that that's a thing where most don't. Uh, most. In, in 2016, like most this isn't. Don't. Like, can you imagine? Like, I can't imagine. Karen always leaves her phone and shit around here. Now, some of this is just because she's ah! very forgetful and haphazard. Okay. Yeah. The other day, I don't know what happened the other day. I I I, I wish I could. What do you think happened? I got up because I had to go pee. And I you was, had your phone. And I had my phone. Then you came back. <laughs> to the bed and you didn't have your phone right <laughs> and then and then what and then you couldn't find your phone i could i went i looked in the bathroom i looked in the, i was like what the fuck did i do with my telephone what do y'all think the phone was guys <laughs> i'll tell you what the phone was where it was behind karen's ear that's right <laughs> i know magic it was i not- reached behind her ear and i said oh you have something in your ear but it's your phone it was not behind that's right ear. i don't know what the fuck that i phone reached was. into another dimension and I pulled out her phone through the powers of black magic. Why? Because black girls are magic, y'all. <laughs> Thank you. And they keep a pocket dimension behind their ear where their phones are. I wish. It could be that or the new windowsill in the bathroom. <laughs> you never know. <laughs> you never know. So you okay. have to reach behind their ear. That makes sense. No wonder I couldn't find that fucking phone. I looked everywhere for that phone. Yeah, it was in the pocket dimension behind your ears. I was like, what the fuck? Also, your phone case is the same color as the windowsill. You might want to pay attention to that. Okay, it blended it. That makes sense now. I was mm-hmm. half asleep. I was like, shit, I just had this fucking phone. And I had been up for a while, so Roger woke up. I was like, call my phone. And of course, I would have my phone on vibrate, so you couldn't hear the shit. Yep. Um uh let's see what else on top oh yeah uh another random thought um uh, thinking about joining me a pokey gym because i'm trying to get in shape i'm hearing a lot a lot of people i does anybody know how much new, the monthly membership is at the pokey gym because i'm trying to get in shape and uh if it's less than a while i might switch i'm not you know uh because i look everybody joining pokey gym can and i heard you can go in there and like show out like you can go in there and, and they battle, battle and, shit. and every mm-hmm. so i'm thinking about joining one nah, i ain't trying to catch them all i'm good yeah people are people are really on this pokemon go now i predicted some things and i want my props people getting shot of course we're in america cops harassing black people over pokemon go yep you know i I feel like i called those two things early whether it's here the nerd off i can't remember but i definitely called them uh and it's so out of control um you said there was a woman at your job to send out an email that was the craziest shit ever and the thing is when she sent it out um the thing is we you know at, at a lot of jobs they have um mass email where you can like send it to your just everybody in your department and you know everybody in your department is attached to it and we have two separate departments so she tagged both of the departments so you're talking about 50 60 people got a mass email didn't have a subject line or anything and it just had a uh, had an intersection 
and mm-hmm. I was like, "What the fuck?" And everybody was confused. I was like, "Like no. a street intersection, right?" Okay. And I was like, "It was no, it, it was like at the light of such and such a corner, such and such." I was like, "Did she just put a Pokemon landmark across the company email?" I was like, "She must not want." How could you tell it was Pokemon if it was just? The reason how I could tell mm-hmm. is because she don't sit too far away from me, and then they started talking about it. I was like, "She just sent out a location." And and the thing is, I heard people talking about it walking around. You going Pokemon catching? I don't know, child. I I think I will. I was like, "This this is too far." Oh my god! Some companies had to literally ban people from doing that. I was like, "Niggas, y'all got to work." Yeah. So did people leave work to go catch these Pokemon in the middle of the day? probably on their breaks and shit yeah smoke breaks and shit mm-hmm. we, we we have lost our minds as a country and this is why everybody making statement votes this year shit like this uh <laughs> yeah i'm playing this new game called uh pokemon stop <laughs> that's when i wait for all y'all niggas to get over this fad so that my facebook feed can go back to normal yeah and they keep going down eventually people are gonna stop if they don't keep it up from running yeah so enough black people get shot during this shit it won't be as fun Mm-mm. you know cop shot another brother of a pokemon i'm gonna stop playing um <laughs> uh speaking of politics you know hillary delivered her speech at the dnc and she's mm-hmm. been campaigning and stuff and i was noticing something when hillary speaks the critics of her speeches sound just like street harassers right like uh, like she gives a speech and you know she you know her it's uh people always talk about her her voice her demeanor you know it's it it is very much smile smile Uh, what why you so mean why you why you so shrill oh well fuck you then bitch you know that's that's what black people mostly doing right Mm -hmm. now there's a lot of fuck you damn bitch going around uh for hillary clinton <laughs> right now in the community mm-hmm. uh <laughs> well you ain't gonna smile fuck you damn bitch uh but yeah it, it does feel a lot it feel a lot like that uh to me anyway yeah, that's why i said not all, not, not all criticism but a lot of criticism is sexism Mm-hmm. And, yeah. it, and, and it doesn't go no further than that for a lot of people and they can mask it and cover it up in these various different things but if she was a man she would get a lot of the praise for the same shit that you criticize her for i don't remember if i said this on the show or not i definitely said it on twitter but do you think kid capri named himself after that drink or after the style of pants because i don't know where kid capri comes from you know is it just <laughs> You know, is it DJ Kid like Capri Sun or Capri Pants? Mm-hmm. I don't know. It was just a thought, guys. I don't. Some of these, you know, don't necessarily mean. Well, it's a name you can remember. You will always remember a Kid Capri and a DJ Cali. Khaled. Oh, Khaled. So can't even remember that, really, guys. Ah. That's why I write my random thoughts down. I'm glad you do. Don't try to freestyle uh the other thing too uh i had to put some stuff together because we've been putting uh have to put some some of the stuff that we get here together for the move and you're putting the new furniture and all the shit and um i i found myself being so conscious about the use of female that i was reading the instructions to putting together this thing and it was like put the male screw a into female socket b and yep. i was like oops i mean lady socket sorry i don't want to offend your socket can do anything a man ah, can do but that's the way they're written out like that mm-hmm, mm-hmm. yeah they need to get more progressive 
with the way they you know with the way things are going so um all right uh lastly i've been reading um i watched the killing joke today batman um a batman uh animated dc joint which i hadn't really been looking forward to anyway but in yeah if we're gonna be reviewing it on the nerd off and stuff i would rather watch it than not watch it i didn't even waste excuse me i didn't waste my time i haven't read the comic and for what everybody's saying i'm like nah i'm good yeah i i don't think it's yeah i just did it because i i know i already know the story and i definitely wanted to see because people were promising there were gonna be some changes okay and that it would make it better and honestly it made it worse it's not good uh in my opinion that's my review but uh it was funny because they talk about the origin of joker and i remember one comic book they actually gave the joker like an origin and a name it was joe chill and he was like a small time criminal that basically had this tragedy and he turned into the joker and batman eventually solved the murder of his parents because that's who killed his parents joe chill but he never caught his partner scott netflix um Ah! which you know is an ongoing mystery and hopefully bruce will get closure one day and and bring netflix and chill to justice um let's see all right let's talk about news guys all right enough of this corniness uh tyrese and rev run had that talk show get canceled you don't say Mm-hmm. oh so the whole tip ashy niggas with enough support to keep them running yeah the tell the show is called it's not you it's men where then they went on and told you that it actually was you and it was not men right and i'm gonna say something i will continue to stick by this i don't care what nobody say women support shit they support shit they support shit with their eyes and they support shit with their motherfucking dollar bills Mm -hmm. and a lot of times when you do this shit and you shitting on black women we won't show up now there are some that's gonna show up regardless but the bulk of them are like nah fuck you and that's why your shit got canceled well you know a lot of women support shit even when it's bad about them yeah they do you know that's kind of it's kind of like how black people will support some certain things that you know it's like the only people watching don lemon are black people sometimes you know it's like right i expect him to say some fucked up froggy shit but at the same time uh he's i'll be watching you know <laughs> so uh it's kind of it's fucked up you know but it, it's kind of what we are you know um but uh it, it's it's kind of amazing that these dudes got canceled because enough black people were like i'm not watching this shit so and good for them what's wrong your, your mic your headphones you only in my uh right ear and not in my left i think it's a shortage somewhere all right what about now no what about now 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 only in your left ear now i don't hear you at all oh i hear you now okay okay all right so that was uh gotta get a new one of these when we get off always something new uh so hey that's what the business card is for gotta get some more equipment um but yeah so uh yeah it got canceled uh it was on oprah's network uh and i'm glad it won't be back because me either this shit was embarrassing man right you know i still remember when they um went on uh they had amber rose on they basically slut shamed her while acting it's like the show is really should be called it's it, it is you because uh, it can't be us because we men right i'm not supposed to say you ain't shit because we said so yeah 
uh tyrese has shared some stuff on uh his instagram about it where he said it breaks my heart to post this the own network has decided to pass on season two of our show watch this full clip the link is in my instagram bio message to one of the biggest inspirations mother oprah winfrey and team honestly as much as i want to be mad and disappointed i can't be because you believed in us to get enough to give us a shot a shot that you could have given to anyone we were inspired to have a moment to finally spark a mature dialogue and put some positivity on the air and not another ratchet show throwing drinks fighting and taking things into ratchet levels for ratings that would have been uh that would have been easy right like i threw shots at everything else um like i've seen the rest of your program at oprah uh with love in my heart and pure determination i say this on behalf of myself and my best friend and mentor rev run thank you to all the fans who rock with us and turn tuned in damn it let me see if i can get the chairman and ceo of netflix on line one hashtag it's not you it's men we'll live on netflix you better not do that shit oh they don't netflix no don't you do that shit they won't over gave some uh some some strong advice that i will hold on to as we look for our new home think like a king a king is not afraid to fail failure is another stepping stone to greatness yeah and ratings too because the thing is you got to have women's support like period like Mm -hmm. and it can't be the just that special subset of women that don't care about you demeaning them because they bought into misogyny too or this the subsection of women that's like pick me pick me i'm a special snowflake pick me pick me pick me you know most women are like nah fuck you yeah essentially um what else is happening oh uh this happened uh randolph uh who you guys may know randolph terrence from three guys on podcast and uh me uh went on twitter and this news broke about charles barkley getting his own show last night and it was called it's called the race card it's gonna be on tnt and it's gonna be charles barkley talking about race Mm-hmm. race and racism the race card show with charles barkley uh yep uh apparently they're gonna try to travel around america in an effort to bust up the echo chamber mentality that so often has people retreating the corners of the like-minded where views are reinforced and ideas are distorted into angry unexamined groupthink conclusions so as you know if you've heard barkley talk about race right uh you know that he's one of those black people that says fucked up shit about black people and then hides behind this idea of well it's just that um it's it's just that uh black people can't handle the truth you know he's one of those anti-black people that tries to hide behind truth telling um which um you know happens often you know it's not uncommon it's just basically a black person um saying what most racist white people say about us right you know? and there's always money in that field yeah you know he called the ferguson uh rioters and protesters scumbags uh was talking about supporting darren wilson talked about the neighborhoods wouldn't be nothing without the cops so you guys need to stop protesting the police and what about black on black crime and all that shit uh i remember him and kenny smith talked about ferguson on tnt which it's kind of sad that 
of all the places that people are talking about ferguson and stuff that you do have people with really no background kind of just talking about it but they kind of had to talk about it because barclay's comments on ferguson was so wrong and so salacious right, that you and so that fucked up not. there was no way to go on the air and pretend he didn't say it and kenny was obviously hot with him even with them being friends and he tried to pull his coat and basically say because kenny wrote an op-ed and i think it was in the washington post or something it was in one of the papers and the op-ed but i think it was usa today but the op-ed basically said to charles barkley maybe you shouldn't be the one talking about this like you you haven't done any work you don't know anything you don't even attempt to learn but yet you feel like you should go out here and just give your opinion you don't even pay attention to shit you just say whatever the fuck white people are saying and it comforts them and whatnot and he said it in the nicest way possible but it was basically a stay in your lane moment and barkley of course ignored it i mean he's getting his own tv show mm-hmm. um but let me play a clip of this because i, I want to get to the the part where barkley is saying hey, OJ in Atlanta, Ernie. get to barkley's comments but it was just so scum disappointing kenny's written an open yeah, and those who set fires in ferguson as as you put it scumbags kenny's written an open letter to charles which appeared in usa today i'll start with you too now that you're face to face on our air yeah we were face to face last night well, <laughs> we were together actually last yeah night. Uh, let me say this maybe i shouldn't have used the term scumbags but it's irrelevant still there is no justification for what they did if i'd have said crooks thugs or whatever still what they did was 100 percent wrong the only problem, me and Kenny, it's all right to disagree. Uh, I respect him. He knows I love him like a brother. We've had this conversation. You know, the decision in Ferguson, I just went by the evidence. I didn't say anything. I didn't go by the initial media reports. When I looked at the grand jury testimony, I know something bad happened. And I said, I understand whether you agree or disagree. I understand why they not in- indict the officer. But there's no excuse for those people burning down their houses and uh, cars and setting the police on uh, cars on fire. Listen, I, I think it's a it does a disservice. We got a lot of race baiters out there, and my goal in life is to being from Alabama to always be able to have an open and fair dialogue on race. My grandmother, the greatest person ever, always told me, "You judge every person on their own individual merits. All black people ain't great. All white people ain't evil." Uh, the only problem I had with Kenny's. Um, by the way it's funny he picked it that way right all black people ain't great all white people ain't evil so automatically it's kind of set up like you do realize that is the status quo like that is what we have been taught in this country and it's anti-black to even phrase it that way which is that the default is you know you guys think black people are so great and white people are so evil well guess what newsflash black people ain't all great you're like uh okay like that's not what we're saying we're saying we're all human that's not proving the point either right open letter was i don't think anytime something black happens in the black community we got to talk about slavery listen slavery is well i shouldn't say one of one of the worst things ever because i I don't know anything about it other than what i read or what my grandmother told me and we we as black people we need the cops in our community now I specifically wanted to highlight that that part. Um, you don't know anything about slavery? Other than what you read or what your grandmama told you. 
so you clearly haven't read much to say that you can't say slavery was bad because you don't know that should disqualify you right from having a platform where you get to talk about race in america because it's all based off like that's the foundation of a lot of the problems that we have in our country right now well it's not just that it's not just that you don't do the research imagine tnt who made the decision behind this okay let's keep it real because i I almost don't blame barkley he's an idiot he doesn't know what the fuck he's talking about he's allowed to be an idiot and not know what the fuck he's talking about that i like that's fine tnt shouldn't be giving him a platform to prop this up tnt shouldn't even be letting him talk about this shit on tnt's uh basketball show um but what's amazing to me is that i can't imagine tnt letting me come on and talk about basketball if i didn't know basketball could you imagine them just saying we're gonna have this random guy come on we're gonna have um we're gonna have let's say for example um we are going to give adam levine his own nba talk show on tnt everybody would say well does he watch the nba and he go well i don't really watch the nba i don't know anything about it other than what i hear on tv or if i read something in the paper that's it people would be like yeah you don't get a talk show because you don't know what the fuck you're talking about you didn't even do a little bit of research like no but in america race is treated so flippantly and it's so much about ratings and it's so much about um just in reinforcing anti-blackness and making white people feel comfortable that they give this this imbecile a fucking talk show like they give him the platform and i feel so bad for the people who earn this platform like um like uh you know mark lamont hill a melissa harris perry a joy reed uh who's you know, highly educated in these fields got doctorate degrees in these fields goldie taylor all the people that write for the root all the people that write for jet and ebony and all these places where you know uh people have studied they have learned this they have they know the roots of things they know things like i only know these things because i read up on it like uh um, um 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 what do you call it uh recreationally but there are people who professionally study these things and they know it from you know your anecdotal slavery things to your systematic slavery stuff to back to africa stuff they know so many things you know at tanahasi codes you know like so many so many people that are intellectuals in, in, intellectuals in this arena who put in the time and this is some because i almost had to block this dude on my facebook page and it, like i instead i deleted his comment and told him basically stop talking about it because he tried to say well rod you sound like when samuel jackson doesn't want rappers to be in movies and doesn't want to work with them nigga first of all acting is a skill okay you either have it you don't you can work on it you can get better at it, things like that i understand this ain't a skill this is knowledge this is like to me i'm taking this shit so seriously that this is like saying uh and by the way that's assuming i disagree with samuel jackson which i didn't but um it's funny because essentially what you're saying is i don't think this is serious when you say that i don't treat this seriously because you wouldn't let me do your taxes if i told you 
yeah i don't really know much about taxes i just read up on some shit my mama told me about it you would go yeah you don't get to do my taxes right i would not hire you i am questioning the decision of tnt to give a person like this a platform on a, such a sensitive important topic in america that i don't fuck around with you know what i mean like it's not like it, this isn't about you trolling black people which is exactly what's going to turn into and it's also it's it's also a symbolist uh what symbolist it's also a symbol of the greater problem in america with the discourse on race the black people that do get the chance to talk about race all seem to have cut from the same cloth or they are very short for this world those are the only two choices you either can talk about racism and be quote-unquote woke and get fired and get your job cut and get let go and get your show not renewed or you can be dumb as fuck uh and consistently coddle whiteness and consistently be anti-black and you will work forever you know what i mean stacy dash will never go out of business you know don lemon rose to power the second that he started talking shit about black people that he was everywhere you know he trying to come back home now who knows how long that'll last you can't trust him once you go that way i'll never fucking trust you again cool glad you're trying to come back on board hope you keep it up i'll never be shocked when you say some anti-black shit for the rest of my life because you you went there on purpose you know you made that's how you made your nut that's how you got in the game that's how you rose that's how you got that rise to get that seat you'll say what those white people want to hear charles barkley is no fucking different and it's sad that some white executive somewhere decided this is the guy that we need to have on the air because he is not in addition to just being dumb and uneducated about race he's also anti-intellectual he refuses to learn this isn't a journey for him this is him just telling black people shut the fuck up y'all don't know what y'all talking about you know because no one wants to face the actual reality that this country is fucked up and the work isn't for black people to do you know no one wants to face that reality when he never went back and talked about how systematically ferguson was corrupt he just because it don't matter right he just supported uh, darren wilson fucked the protesters and moved about his day because he's insulated from this shit in the area of life that he's at so you know i'm not shocked that he would think he could do this show i'm and i'm not shocked okay i'm not shocked at all i'm not shocked at any of this but what i am is i am still livid that they would give this dude a platform in a place that has the nba tv on uh nba on their tv channel this is a place that you know black people go because we watch this sport this is a you know a place that we go to 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 get away from shit to be entertained to you know whatever and we've had to deal with this dude i can't front i don't watch tnt as much anymore I used to watch TNT's halftime show when I didn't even watch the game. Right. Because I was just like, I got to see what Chuck and, and Kenny and whoever else, Ernie and whoever else is on. I got to see what jokes they made about the game and shit. But now that he's moved into this weird, I talk about race in a way that no other black person would pat me on the back, Republican special snowflake level, I, I can't, can't fuck with him. Mm-mm. You know, and it sucks because it ruins what would otherwise be a, a you know, an interesting thing. You know, and all the people that I saw supporting it on Twitter, mostly white folks. Well, I, I think I agree with a lot of things he says. Yeah, because you're a white person. Right, and the thing is, he's one of the, they always trot him around 
on radio every time some shit happened and he come saying some dumb shit on major platforms and he got a hold of the right ear and then we go this is the guy we want to talk about race right you know i watch um some of the other stuff that comes on tnt um but yeah it's a lot of law and order reruns and stuff they're trying to get some original programming i'm sure but even with even with that it's still no excuse you should not give a platform to a person like this. You know, Kenny Smith talked about this much more nuanced and succinctly with much more deference and understanding of his role in it. But you know what? I was thinking about this. Kenny, like, I'd rather see Kenny Smith get a show like this if he, you were gonna, if you were gonna give one of those guys. But you know what? Kenny Smith's so smart, he would be like, no, I give this to somebody that this is their arena that has studied this, that like knows more than me like i shouldn't be just interjecting my fucking ignorant ass opinion as if i know more than somebody when i've done zero fucking research right and also a lot of that boils down to he respects it right right only a fool would take this job knowing that they i don't know what slavery was like only from what i read and what my grandma told me only a fool takes that job like this is super super ridiculous um but yeah so anyway uh me and randolph started uh this hashtag called um rejected barkley shows and everybody was contributing uh to it um and uh it was trending at least on my twitter it was trending it was like i think it, it definitely got up to number five it might even got up to more uh, <laughs> uh <laughs> it might even got up to more uh rejected barkley shows uh for um uh, for the titles uh that we came up with everybody was contributing so many people had so many good jokes um i saw some a, a couple well, maybe one publication i even like kind of wrote about it or whatever um here's a couple i'll just read some we t-painting okay let me refresh real quick let me refresh and then we'll read it um uh, to you guys um yeah definitely don't want to t-pain out on them <laughs> uh in the middle of uh reading this um so let me buy you a drink mm-hmm. <laughs> uh all right so i should be back in a second all right so i'm back right let me know if we're still t-painting out guys um so uh all right here we go with the um here's some of the twitter the tweets from uh that were popular for hashtag rejected barkley shows i suggest you guys go through and look at some yourself uh i put good cooning america with chuck and stacy uh y'all stay off my grass a round table barkley ben carson sheriff david clark and stacy dash uh that was a uh, girl oh. she Bo- she be show enough on twitter that's a good one uh steph underscore i underscore will says how much you paying th- this time boss rejected barkley shows uh chris lambert said what about black on black crime rejected black barkley shows uh randolph terrence where the white women at rejected barkley shows <laughs> <laughs> chris lambert uh popeyes isn't that good rejected barkley shows Aww uh she be showing up said don't act so blackish ah! <laughs> uh andy klein uh three guys on hood white power forward rejected 
<laughs> JT Farley shows. Uh, somebody put Cal underscore Tyrone put the Coon Docs. Oh, that's a good one. Steph underscore I underscore Will said, "Whose Coon is it anyway?" Oh. Our girl Leslie Maxwell, are you afraid of the dark E's? Rejected Farley oh, shows. I love dark the Ball Prince of Hot Air was also hers. Um. Someone's like, oh, someone have, I can't remember who put this, but it was like, Uncle Chuckish. <laughs> <laughs> uh, uh, the man from Uncle Tom. That's our boy, Dr. Underscore Dostacks. The Safe Negro Show. That's, uh, Leonard Brothers who said that. Uh, Law and Order Special Snowflake Unit. <laughs> <laughs> That's Intergalactic Q. So many of our one. listeners got in on this. Uh, Three Fifths Point Line. That was me uh <laughs> the respectability politics hour leonard brothers with that the casey the casey stork put sundays with sambo <laughs> sundays with sambo oh my god oh my god you guys uh, how about the blackface hour yeah i think i put uh blackface guard you know face guard. <laughs> uh chuck and jive with charles barkley see see benjamin ruckus with that uh all lives matter massa said my face <laughs> agents of tom <laughs> uh i put technical smile and dance oh uh, how about shucking and jiving oh a bunch of people had chucking and jiving i like that one uh a bunch of people had those uh let's see the round mound of coon town that was Aww. me uh tiptoeing on my soft shoes <laughs> that's dr Dostacks. uh tip black court black court violation that was mine oh one of the good ones that's randolph <laughs> um i said go back court to africa um, the give and gone get boy that was also me oh, I'm not <laughs> uh pick a ninny and roll uh Aww. the drop step and fetch it that was also me. Ah. Uh, but yeah, it was so many. That's that's just the top ones. There were so many. People are still adding to them. You know, some of them were uh, named after other shows and stuff. The Vice Force, like I had uh, part in the anti-intellectualism and around the house. You know. Oh man, it's so good. Are you smarter than a picking any? That's lovely Libra, Libra who said that. Uh, we met her in, uh, DC. Uh, fresh black face of Coon Town. Uh, <laughs> 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 oh, I just thought of a new one. I should have put Coon is the new black. That's a good one. Oh, let me put that out there right now. Uh, Coon is the new black rejected Barkley show there we go um oh you sweet so was one i came up with um uh oh i put the big dumb demental um let's see who, who's coon am i anyway <laughs> that's that's bushido's parent that put that one uh how to get rich without reading put uh mr <laughs> fuck your feelings uh plate glass politics with herbie gill oh different coons to rule the world <laughs> <laughs> the lying king someone uh. put someone put b-o-b-c-s-i which is black on black crime scene investigations 
real sunny black put that one um it's always post-racial in philadelphia that was uh hrc underscore oh four um uh the amazing racist that was me Aww. uh let's see uh nobody wants charles in charge that's leslie mack <laughs> everybody self-hates charles Aww. that was mine uh who else was it um uh oh republicans buy soft shoes too that was mine uh full mouth was liz liz like a room full mouth because he does sound like his mouth is always full when he's talking oh man um yeah it was just so good man uh we had so much fun uh doing these so i appreciate everybody that took the time out to contribute to it because sometimes you have to laugh at this shit mm-hmm. you know yeah you know, i had to i had to you know put a couple you know shuffle dribble triple shuffle shit like that like uh you gotta laugh at some of this shit because it's so bad correct you know? they used to call him sir charles so i made the name of the show yes sir charles Aww. uh <laughs> oh man uh so oh uh, hanging mr cooper ah, negroes moving on up mm-hmm. uh what about the kids in chicago ah that's a good one you'll never get into princeton offense mm-hmm. uh june uh from harlem foot if master say we sick damn it we sick says charles and raven uh, <laughs> i put the white time <laughs> <What>? <laughs> What the hell is wrong with you? The white dog with Charles Barkley. Oh, oh man, oh, whoo, oh man, I, you gotta laugh, man, because it's so bad. You know, uh, it's so bad that they would even take the time yeah, out. You better laugh, but she'd be mad. Yeah, I also put worst take uh, instead of first take. Uh, but yeah, there you go. So, um. Let's see what else we had to talk about in the news. Whew. So I laughed at that way too hard. But yeah, he's getting his own his own uh his own show about race. Charles fucking Barkley. Sorry, Mark Lamont Hill and <laughs> sorry sorry everybody has done some research and looked things up and went to school. <laughs> Idiots. What were you thinking? Uh here's uh Bossip headline. Uh, you know Zeke is going around, right? Well, the beloved Beanie Man has caught the blood clot Zika virus, and he had to cancel his OVO Fest performance. So Zika getting real out here. You know Who they the always talk. Beanie Man? Yes. He's a dance hall singer. You no, know, you don't know Beanie Man? Uh, I bet some shit you done played for me before. I don't know. I thought everybody knew Be- Beanie Man. I mean, I, I'm not even in the dance hall or reggae like that, but I just it's just seemed like that's one of those people that uh, everybody knows. But yeah, he um, <clears throat> he uh, got uh, yeah he got he got sick from the Zika. So I'll, I'll see if I can find a song for you that you can listen to maybe you'll understand but yeah he got uh he got sick with the zika man zika's out uh that's that was in the title uh girls don't sugar you don't know that song with maya yeah i feel like you know this song you just um 
Let me look it up for you. Now. Yeah, I don't know how the sound gonna come in. Sorry. What is it messing up again? Nah, we're, we're talking fine, but I don't know how it is when you play when you play the sound. How it's gonna sound in my headphones? Sorry. All right. Well, we'll see right now. Let's find out together. Um, this girl's dumb sugar. That's him. Oh, I didn't know who he was. He got that Zika Zow now. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't want nobody Zika. Yeah. Um, speaking of which... Donald Trump has signed the first ever internet anti-porn pledge and Hillary Clinton refused. So, it's like he's trying to lose. America loves his porn. Even if people vote for you, love their porn. Mm-hmm. By the way, man, I, I don't know if people realize the parallels to the Brexit shit that are going on over here. Like, they clamp down on porn first. And then the the racism and shit also happened, but like America, especially Utah, has been leading this charge on being against pornography. You know, even legal forms of pornography, and they're trying to use like they're doing it like they attacked abortion, where it's like, well, you shouldn't be able to kill a small child. It's like, well, of course not, and have an abortion at all. You're like, wait a minute, wait a minute. You try to slide that through, but they're doing it like this, where they're like, well, we're against child porn. We have laws against that, right? Oh, we're against, uh, you know, um, uh, violence against fe- children. Yeah, we okay. have laws against that. Yes, we do. And uh, also regular porn. Okay, all right. I see what you guys are doing. But yeah, he um, he signed this pledge for Internet Safety Group, Enough is Enough, uh, with no questions asked. But Hillary Clinton did, decided not to sign it. Of course not. And he don't even believe the bullshit he's signing yeah uh, to me he sounds like he goes with the wind whatever the polls say that's what he says yeah uh and and you know the pledge is one of those things where it's really um vague at first but like i said you have to be a, you have to be careful with this shit because it's always that slippery slope uh and we already have laws on the on the, <clears throat> we already have laws on the line for uh for all this shit um you know uh so it's just kind of kind of interesting uh the pledge had some uh points like uh uphold the rule of law by aggressively enforcing existing federal laws to prevent the sexual exploitation of children online including the federal obscenity laws uh, child pornography laws sexual predation laws and sex trafficking laws by a appointing an attorney general who will make the prosecution of such laws a top priority in my administration and providing the intelligence community and law enforcement with the resources and tools needed to investigate and prosecute internet crime sexual exploitation of children Two, aggressively enforced children internet protection act requiring so th- these are already at, in place you know um <clears throat> requiring schools and public libraries using government e-rate mo- monies to filter child pornography and pornography pornography by requiring effective oversight by the federal communications commission now i think the part about pornography might be new because i think they already filter you know obviously illegal shit but uh, I think they might allow people to under the auspices of research and all this shit and freedom of speech to ha- show porn, not show porn, but to research porn in the but I guess you right. wouldn't be able to protect and defend the innocence of America's children by advancing public policies that prevent the sexualization of children in a manner that's consistent with the government's compelling interest in protecting its most vulnerable citizens within the limits set forth by the first amendment. 
once again these are already on the books give serious consideration to appointing a presidential commission to examine the harmful public health impact of internet pornography on youth families and the american culture and prevention of sexual exploitation of children in the digital age now that one is the one where that i guarantee that's more about how do we stop porn in general not children or any of this shit like oh you you can you need to appoint a commission and research this and and then ban it and and for me and maybe just me i'm tired of people using children children they don't give a zero fuck about as a banner to pass your bullshit you don't care about the kids yeah i mean some people do care about the kids but i mean like andrew kumo cares about the kids did you know he's banning sex offenders from playing pokemon go that makes sense so i mean you know you don't want those you know hey i got some pokemon in this van you ever been in a pokemon van got ice cream back here no and and the, the reason why i say you don't care about the kids is not that some of them truly don't care but the overall meaning behind what you're doing is not about the children. So that's why I say quit using the children as a banner to pass your other shit because you know if you just came out and said what you want to say, nobody would give a fuck. But when you smack some kids on it, everybody goes, oh, but it's about the kids. It's not about the kids. Uh, You know what? I agree. I just said that so we will have a segue to the next story. That was all. Uh, <clears throat> a Florida tour firms what a florida tour firms forced to cut prices and offer refund as zika virus spreads pregnant women told to avoid avoid all but essential travel to the state yep florida now has a zika virus uh and tourists have been warned to avoid having sex because of it Mm-hmm. they're telling uh british people if you go to florida try on travel you gotta avoid sex uh pregnant holiday makers advise to cancel their trips because of the virus brits should abstain from unprotected sex while there and for eight weeks after uh and major tour operators have offered free cancellations to pregnant women uh it comes after the first four cases of the mosquito-borne transmissions in the u.s so people in the u.s getting that zika now y'all i have a question you get it through sex and mosquito bites you get through mosquito bites but men can also transmit it through sex only and men? women get pregnant uh i think i mean maybe women i don't know okay but men would have no ill effects as far as pregnancy it, it, right. it affects the babies okay uh, if they if you get it you know so that's not that's not too good Mm-mm. um fe- the federal uh government will require airline baggage fees to be refunded when bags are delayed or lost good mm-hmm I yep. still got to pay that fee, and I don't got my bags. I still got to pay that fee, and I'm sitting at the airport four hours for my shit to get there. Passengers won't have to, with this new law, passengers won't have to spend a ton of time tracking down a refund when the airline doesn't deliver. Right, and then you got to fight them <clears throat> tooth and nail for a fucking overcharged bag. Mm-hmm. The new regulations will require an airline to promptly provide a passenger an automated refund for any ancillary fees paid by the passenger for checked baggage. If the bag is not delivered within 12 hours of arrival of a domestic flight or within 15 hours of arrival of an international flight, the passenger would need to notify the airline of the loss of delayed baggage to get the refund. Yeah, because you probably have to fight them days, weeks, and months to get your money back. And they know most people don't. And they know that once they got your money, they basically got your money. 
Yep. Uh, Atlanta-based Delta Airlines charges $25 for a first check bag and $35 for a second check bag on domestic flights. Uh, as it stands now, if a bag is delayed more than 12 hours on a Delta flight, the passenger must apply online for a rebate. The rebate would be a $25 electronic travel voucher, not cash. Right. So they ain't really trying to give you your money back. They might as well give you a store credit. The maximum rebate they give you is $50 as a travel voucher which is less than the $60 you just paid for two bags. Right. Give me all my money. And those whose bags that got permanently lost can get more compensation according to Delta. Right. You don't know <laughs> what my shit is. What about the clothes and everything else I had in there? U.S. Airlines collected more than $900 million in baggage fees in the first quarter of 2016. Right. It's like the bank. They just charge you fees because they can. Mm-hmm. Uh, America Airlines collected the most baggage fees uh, among U.S. airlines with $262.5 million in baggage fees in the quarter. Yeah, it's a form of income for them now. Yeah, it is. And once it becomes income, uh, you know, companies get greedy and shit. Uh, All right, let's see what else we can do. Um, Let's go to uh, fucking with black people, okay, guys? Find my fucking with black people music and we'll get into some fucking with some black people uh here we go we're just fucking with those black people we're just fucking with those blacks we're just fucking with fucking with black people that's right, guys. It's time to play the game that we all hate to play. It's fucking with black people. The game where we go around the globe and we assign point scores from 0 to 100 intervals of 25 for how much we feel fucked with as black people. Today's contestants, everybody. All right. Uh, the police out here trying to be nice, y'all. Police are pulling over. Uh, they pulled over an anxious Virginia driver without telling her why. Black woman. And then they surprised her with some ice cream. Yay. I scream, you scream, we all scream. Cause we think the cops about to shoot us for no reason. Hey, good afternoon, man. My name is Officer Warner with Halifax Police Department. Um, are you aware of why I pulled you over today? No. Are you, I mean, no, are you familiar with uh, vehicle code 1739? Uh, well, it's actually against the law to drive on a hot day without an ice cream cone. <laughs> oh my god! So, oh my, oh my god! Who's that? On behalf of the Halifax Police Department, we're just making sure that everybody's following all the laws today and are, are driving with uh, oh ice cream cones. Like I said, I'm Officer Warner. This is Chief of Police Lance here in Halifax. And we just wanted to make sure you guys were in compliance. Oh my god! <laughs> <laughs> well, you guys have a great day. Yes, have a good day. Thank you. Have a good day, brother. Uh, um, so zero to hundred, Karen. Hundred. Uh, why would you give that one hundred, Karen? She's probably laughing because she was like, "Okay, I you, I, I'm glad I'm not being shot. I don't think it's funny." I don't think it's, you don't have to do a propaganda to show me that police officers are nice. Just do your fucking job. Yeah. I had a petrified. As Leslie Mack says, copaganda. Right. Yeah, man. I don't need your hugs. 
Just don't no. don't shoot me when I am speeding. Don't shoot me. It's cool. Like, can we just, you know, if you catch me selling cigarettes, how about you let me off with a warning instead of choking me to death? You know. So yeah, it's a hundred for me too, man. Like yeah, I know they I think, think they're being nice, cute. but you know, there's this history of violence towards us from you, and an ice cream cone can't fix that, man. You know, and putting me on your Twitter and your Instagram feed or whatever, nah, that's not that's not gonna help. You know, so uh, a Georgia town is sending police to black residents' homes to challenge their voting rights. Well, hopefully they're giving them some ice cream too. Yeah, here's a here's a nutty buddy, and uh, you registered to vote. <laughs> Yep. Uh, since last week, uh, U.S. appeals court struck down a North Carolina voter ID law that, that, uh, it said was specifically designed to lower turnout among black voters. Mm-hmm. And the New York Times is reporting that a town in Georgia is using its police department to challenge the rights of its black resident, black residents to vote. Specifically, the Times reports that Hancock, the Hancock County Board of Elections and Registration has been systematically questioning the registrations of more than 180 black residents in sparta georgia by dispatching deputies with summonses and commanding them to appear in person to prove their residence or lose their voting rights the 180 residents make up roughly one-fifth of the total registered voters um a new lawsuit is alleging that the hancock county board of elections enacted this policy to help white candidates win more elections in sparta although the county attorney barry fleming told the times that the board policies have nothing to do with race the allegations that people were denied the right to vote are the opposite of the truth, he said. <laughs> what would the opposite of the truth be? They were forced to vote? <laughs> what the fuck are you talking about? Um, he would complain these policies were meant to restore order to the voting process after a period of supposed corruption. This is probably more about politics and power than race, probably. Hmm. Racing is about politics and power. That's what racism is in America. Politics and power. Uh, even if only a small portion of people who were targeted in the pro were purged from the voter rolls, the mere fact that police officers were coming to residents' homes to challenge their rights to vote could still suppress turnout. Exactly. If I know you came to my house to be like, you can't vote or prove to me you can vote, it might intimidate me from showing up at the polls. Right, and, and then I have to show up, which means I have to take fucking schedule time off work for why? Another person said, uh, a lot of, uh, Marion Warren, who's a Sparta election official, says a lot of those people that were challenged probably didn't vote, even though they weren't proven to be wrong. People just do, do not understand why a sheriff is coming to their house to bring them a subpoena, especially if they haven't committed any crimes. Right! Like, y'all ain't got no crimes down there? No. Couldn't y'all be out solving black-on-black crime? I mean, isn't that what y'all claim to do when we not? Anyway, uh, zero to 100, Karen. Oh, yeah, that's a hundred. Fuck them. Yep, a hundred. Trying to have the fucking subpoena. Um, yep. A Dallas weatherman had to resign after calling black people killed by the police thugs in a Facebook post criticizing the DNC. <laughs> yeah, adorable. Skip, skip sprinkles here, giving his fucking opinion mm-hmm. on Facebook. <laughs> mm-hmm. Sprinkling them thugs for everybody. All right. Larry Showers decided it was time. How the fuck do all meteorologists have those names? Come on, man. Y'all got to be changing y'all names to that shit. That can't be your real names. No, that can't be their real names. What is this? Is you like born into doing weather? Um, yeah. It's time to start a new session. Time to start a new session? Time for the percolator. It's time for the percolator. 
All right, let me add a new session real quick, and uh, I'll play some music while we do that. Get well soon. Be the man of the girls, them sugar. Sim, the girls, them work class uh-huh. lover. Sim, the girls, them need this nigga. When me love them, she from sugar. Sim, and the man, them with the girl, admire. Not the girl, I make them ball up with your jaw. And I may got the girls, them for what? Here we pull out my ass in my ear. Zaga, zaga, zaga. all right so uh back back to this um he's a weatherman for a local dallas am radio station and he resigned after writing a facebook post that said black men and women uh who were killed by the police or thugs Mm mm-hmm the mothers of eric garner trayvon martin jordan davis and michael brown were four of the nine women who appeared on stage to encourage the crowd to vote for hillary clinton on tuesday the dnc parading the mothers of slain thugs around their stage has me furious gooseman wrote on facebook uh he had preceded the line by telling fans as many of you as noticed i've stayed away from politics on facebook but there was probably a good reason for that right uh many locals immediately told him he should have stayed away and made sure to tag his employer in their outraged tweets come on dog black people watch you god forget god forbid hashtag bob gooseman ever has to bury a child that society deems not worthy of grief because they were thugs one tweeted right. that was heartless at krld gotta be real silly to think you can say whatever without the consequences wrote another user named dean smith bob gooseman had no idea that life exists beyond the view his viewpoint uh one other one user wrote a series of tweets to honor garner davis and tamir rice a young man wearing a hoodie armed with candy and a tee is not a thug. A hashtag Bob Gooseman, they wrote. Reverend Trayvon Martin. A teenager with loud music is not a thug. A 12-year-old with a toy gun is not a thug, they added. Referencing Davis and Rice, respectively. So, yep. They ended up, uh, he ended up quitting after he deleted the post. Um, too late. Might as well leave it up. But right. he, he wasn't done talking. Uh, afterwards the weatherman later posted a comment on dallasnews.com that said he didn't believe there was anything racist about his post he's just upset about the black people that got killed and their mothers talking about it because all those black people were thugs as far as he was concerned but there's nothing racist about it i mean just coincidentally maybe it was prejudice and not race uh, shout out to people that follow me on twitter that get that but <laughs> He said, I was angry that the DNC used these mothers to garner votes and that was it. Now keep in mind, they, the RNC literally brought a woman, uh, a family whose daughter was killed by, uh, immigrant and said, basically all immigrants are like, just like Trump says, they're racist, they're rapists. So, and killers and thugs. So he didn't have a post about that, but he found a way to post about these grieving mothers. Okay, cool. 
I used the word thugs in my post, but I thought thug was just a violent person. The definition of a thug does not mean any race. I will say I talked with an African American acquaintance and he told me that he feels like what he like what he feels like when he hears the word. It is a reference to an African in reference it is in reference to an African American individual. I had no idea, he said. Mm-mm. Mm-mm. <laughs> Mm-mm. I'm tired of people using fucking excuses to hide their bigotry and racism. Hey man, now you know. Yeah, you you learned the hard way. You mm-hmm. you learned the hard way. You don't know now. Now you know. He says uh, he would have been fired if he hadn't resigned, but that he believed it would have been the right decision. What I say online, no matter where, it reflects upon my station and my employer. He wrote, oh, "No shit." KRLD is a great station, providing valuable information to all listeners. I'm sorry if I if they had to deal with any, all the repercussions. Grossman, who also worked for Fox in Denver and CBS in Dallas, said he will not return to broadcasting, but will always love the weather, which he added he doesn't need TV or radio for. Of course, because ain't nobody going to hire your ass. Again, go love the weather outside on the patio, motherfucker. Right. Don't, don't, don't it, be on no TV. Because any station you go on, people are going to protest you. I know his family going to hate his ass staying at home with them. Well, uh, looks like it's about... 710 and uh outside right now it's pretty sunny it's seven degrees celsius daddy <laughs> showers expected to be <laughs> highs expecting in the low 80s coming into this <laughs> yes. school week and humidity in the 95 i just want to catch the bus daddy why sandwiches expected to be baloney most of this week i know right? looking forward to a pizza day this friday <laughs> with a slight chance of potato chips on tuesday Mm-hmm. uh but yeah so fuck him man um zero to a hundred oh a hundred a hundred for me as well a hundred for me as well um <laughs> simone sanders kind of caused a storm and my twitter has been re-fucking ridiculous for the last few days because i just posted a screenshot of her answer in an interview um and whoo like so many people retweeted this i want to say it's already at 3500 retweets or something like that and 2000 and something likes uh which means when it's so funny people everybody thinks they want a whole lot of twitter followers um what what happens when this happens is that people start bringing their agendas and nonsense into your timeline mm-hmm. you if know you want it or not this is one of the reasons i encourage people who have fuck shit to say about the show to not write me I'm constantly getting fuck shit anyway. Like, don't add to that. If you do care or you do feel like you're some sort of a person to the to, to the show that cares about us, don't add to it. You're not special. You know what I mean? Like, you are saying the same shit that other people are saying. Yes, you are. So here's the thing. She talked about being a black woman who was uh, the spokeswoman for bernie sanders campaign she was on television as his national press secretary representing his campaign and there's a whole interview that uh mickey halpin did uh called no relation uh i read it on lennyletter.com but it's been published a few places um just search simone sanders with a what a y s y simone sanders um and you know it was it's an informative interview and she talked about race and people lost their minds they lost their minds she didn't call anyone she didn't call she didn't say anyone was racist although she experienced some racist behavior she didn't uh blame it on bernie sanders it wasn't bernie sanders fault it wasn't his campaign's fault necessarily yet people took it there 
i didn't say it on twitter was was his fault or anything to do with him really um but uh yeah she you know she had the last name of sanders and she made a running joke that you know i'm i'm no relation you know to bernie sanders i'm just you know which was obvious because she's black so it's like a running joke and it's you know more comical than anything um so she got to the point where um the mickey asked her she said um why'd you want the job even though you had no experience and simone said i believe that spokespeople are some of the most powerful people in politics because during a campaign it's all about the message i've always wanted to be in the communication space because i represent an important demographic all across the board and i believe people like me should be involved in the process mickey says there haven't been many black women with a spokesperson role uh simone says people were often very surprised when i introduced myself to them and they learned my role in the campaign that's okay because i'm happy to jump up and demonstrate that black girls are spokeswomen too i too belong in this space one would think that in 2016 we wouldn't have to jump up and say those kind of things but it still needs to be done the reason i had my opportunity is because of folks like donna brazil who was the first african-american woman to lead a presidential campaign people like karen finney who uh served as a spokesperson for the dnc and is now with the clinton campaign it's sad but no one thinks to automatically make an african-american woman or a latino woman the spokesperson for general issues they come to us for women's issues or about issues connected to communities of color right but never for things like trade Mickey says, last time we spoke, you told me about some of the really frustrating experiences you had on the road that you felt were definitely related to being a woman of color. Do you want to talk a little bit about those? Uh, Simone says, there were multiple instances. There were places where I literally couldn't get in. I would go to the door, the staff entrance, and people would say, this is for staff only. I'd have to explain to them that I was staff and they would question me. I would have to say, I'm the national press secretary. Did you watch me on the news the other day? It was consistently happening. There was one week where it happened the entire week. My breaking point was a time when I had let the event staff know I uh, was having trouble getting in places and asked them if they could just really make an extra effort to this particular for this particular day because it had been a long week. Like, could you please just let folks know that I'm coming and that I'm black? You don't have to have the, to say those things, but I said, let them know there's going to be a black girl that's going to come to the front and please let her in. By the way, this is, this is what happens when you're in these spaces. This is a necessary evil. This isn't a Sanders thing. This isn't a Clinton thing. This isn't a, like, you might be able to make the this argument of since Sanders probably had less black people in his crew and decision makers and all that that it was quote unquote more questionable to some of his people but in general black person in a position of power one of the few one of the only one of the first yes they do question us and everything we do you've seen it whether you're in corporate america academics anything that it's like you're a manager oh okay you know we've all had that treatment where you're like someone treats you like shit until they realize oh wait you're someone important i didn't know that i assumed you weren't because you're black um so i got past the first few checkpoints but then i pulled into a parking spot and a gentleman came running up to my car banging on my window yelling all kinds of profanity and expletives telling me to get the fuck out of here this is for staff and what i didn't and that i didn't belong back that here i broke down in the car i cracked my window down and i said i'm the national press secretary i was just crying eventually someone came down and let me in 
uh senator sanders found out by the way and this was all that i could screen cap on my phone so the next part i'm not able to screen cap so i just posted the that screenshot and was like just the racist experience that she had as the press secretary for bernie sanders like and and i stand by that quote it's not it doesn't say anything mean about bernie it doesn't say anything about uh it doesn't even say anything mean about bernie bros quote unquote or his it's just the event staff not his campaign staff the event staff i don't know who staffs these events i don't know who does they might outsource this stuff right i have no idea it could be local people it could be people that support sanders it could not be i don't know what we do know is that they treated her racist it was racism that she faced uh one dude i can't remember his name he's some dude that works for espn he was talking about it's prejudice not racism i hate when people use the wrong word motherfucker now he's uh black appearing in his avatar but listen when um when the prejudice stems from racism it's still the effects of racism right ain't no difference ain't no difference what you need him to call her a nigger is that when you're gonna be willing to go oh well i guess it's on race if ra- racism is about attributing things to a to a culture or a person uh because of their race it's about saying things like you can't do this because you're this race so saying you don't belong in this position of power you can't possibly be a press secretary prove it to me to only the black woman is racist the end result is racist and 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 the, the semantic argument that that people want to like degrade and distract with you can miss me with all that bullshit you know he he was like i mean plus she's a woman so it could have been sexist oh so you cool with speculating on sexism right but you weren't cool with speculating on racism fuck you you know that was just uh what up tooth asshole um and you know where that stuff stems from because he's a black person a lot of this shit stems from the fact that people don't like having conversations about race that make white people uncomfortable right you can't do that guys it's im fucking possible your comfort and and their comfort do not intertwine okay if you want to have these conversations and be honest and get something accomplished black people got to be the ones that stop being uncomfortable all the goddamn time or it's nothing's gonna happen because we're always the ones that deal with the coded language and the insensitivity and all the i just didn't know that thugs was a fucked up thing it's always about someone else's comfort because y'all are so scared that white people gonna walk away from the table but they already won't sit at the table right if the only thing they care about is their comfort they're not worth reaching in the first place they were never gonna meet you halfway that's not how it works you know it's, it's like if you're in a relationship with your woman and you just or you know with a woman or whatever someone of a different gender and you refuse to acknowledge that it's like you can't say you in any in any good faith i can't say that we were trying to work something out i can't it's impossible so yeah it it was extremely um ridiculous to see those comments brought up and honestly get out of my timeline if all you care about is how white people gonna feel about some shit i don't care Mm -mm. Mm -mm. you know because honestly they don't care and the ones that do care they understand right you know it's like uh i care about a lot of women's issues lgbt issues and stuff but when people go in on like uh heterosexual cishet people are terror this that and the other and this is the problem i have with them i go okay if it don't apply let it fly like what the fuck i want to do these are this is your experience these are the problems you had 
well women say uh men are violent and they do this and other i've never put my hands on a woman but you know what how am i argue with the with their experience and with the fucking truth like it's like it's i just gotta be uncomfortable in that space and let it happen that's what it's about you can't always be like but what about my perspective it's just not time not every time is your time you know but yeah that dude was all about making some white folks feel comfortable and using the wrong fucking term uh because when i say when i pick my words i pick my words carefully and when i say it's racist it's racist dog i ain't mean prejudice you can keep that little uh meet me in the middle bullshit for your timeline um but yeah she was crying people were making her show extra credentials someone cursed at her and knocked on her fucking car and you won't tell me that ain't racism prejudice don't do that prejudice is some i crossed the street when i saw a black man walking down the street type shit which is also prejudice informed by racism but you know prejudice is like racism light that's how we treat it in america prejudice is also like he tried to say well prejudice is also like if you look at a black person think they're better at sports look dog um racism is is racism the impact that is having to deny her access to a space that she's earned through through her that she's uh that, that that she belongs in that's a racial impact and it's because she's black it wasn't because she was a woman she didn't say well they wouldn't let other women in and they stopped me because i'm a woman now i'm not saying it could have had nothing to do with her being a black being a woman and black but nigga it's because she's a black woman I guarantee you there were white women that walked right past that goddamn gate and didn't have to show credential number one. Get the fuck out of here. And he, the fact that, the nerve that this nigga was black. Ugh! Like, can't you just sit back for once and be like, it, okay, a black woman said something, oh, she was right. Or I don't know that life, I'm gonna take her word for it. You can't just do that? You gotta fight. Gotta fight it. Ugh, sorry. Anyway uh but yeah she says she told senator sanders about it and this is the part i couldn't put in the tweet like i took one screenshot uh senator sanders found out about it later he and his wife jane were horrified they knew it was plain old racism and nothing else so she said it so basically this dude michael whatever is saying she's wrong about it being racism it's prejudice and she needed to use the right term during his speech that night he spent a little extra time on part about race relations in america and racism made me feel really great knowing that i was working for someone that in that instance got it um this all goes to show how far that we have come so far in so many places in our american life but in politics we still have some ways to go in terms of staffing and representation on various levels not only do we need more women and more people of color in the house and in the state senate and in the state houses all across this country and more women and more people of color in executive office like the presidency but we also need to make sure that representation is there for the staff level on the staff level um yeah you know this is the other thing uh bernie talking more about race that specific time or whatever um that is a nice thing that's a nice gesture i would like to know what he did with the event staff i'd like to know if that person got fired if they got fussed at if they got you know told if a memo went out if like what else could have happened and maybe him not not him personally but someone on the staff should be uh reprimand reprimanded for that that's that's unacceptable and it continued to be an issue the entire fucking time or for a long period of time like it is unacceptable and honestly it's until white people in positions of authority care that those things get taken care of because they're not going to listen to you because you're a black person even with a position of authority uh, because race trumps a lot of this shit um 
but yeah this you know and i don't know who staffs the events and i don't know what the makeup of the staff and who they support and who they don't support so don't bring this shit about you're just anti-bernie's campaign this isn't about bernie's campaign it's about every experience for black women in power across america that have to prove themselves every day this little shit this little shit that just nags at you even though you've earned your spot it just continues to pick at you every fucking day every step is just an extra little battle you have to take to be like i belong here too i have the credentials too i am oh i'm your superior and you're treating me like shit because you can't fathom the idea that a black person should be here that shit that's what it's about it's not about any campaign this shit could have happened on the clinton campaign for all we know it's like really it's not about that right and not to get off topic but honestly this is the reason why in my personal opinion why a lot of black women start their own businesses because it's like fuck y'all i'm gonna start shit where i run and everybody know i motherfucking run this shit right you have the um you have well black women have the education and the resource to do it you know um so it's like i have options and if i have the option to deal with this kind of shit every day of my life or deal with my own stuff i'd rather deal with my own stuff uh so zero to 100 can oh that's 100 yeah same here um here's one on vox uh why this black bernie sanders delegate says he doesn't have the luxury of going bernie or bust uh this is about pastor ray sean mcminiman and his friend sebastian they stayed up late uh talking past 3 a.m in the holiday inn hotel the two met last summer volunteered for bernie sanders in north carolina and soon became close friends mckinnon uh oh i'll say mckinnon <laughs> mckinnon who is black and 6'1 called sebastian who was white and 5'2 his pint-sized conscience over 14 months they were inseparable allies canvassing phone banking and organizing for a common cause but now they're at odds and trying to make sense of it sebastian says he can't bring himself to vote for hillary clinton does that sound familiar anyway mm-hmm. but mckinnon can't believe that his one-time allies including sebastian hate clinton so much that they would risk a presidency mckinnon thinks would be a catastrophe for minorities including his four black sons yeah well here's the thing doc they ain't got no black sons so they ain't really worried about all that if donald trump wins he's more likely to appoint judges who oppose black lives matter and criminal justice reform and who think that police officers who can kill black people without being charged already don't have enough power that means if my kids get shot and the officers who did it would become less likely to be charged this isn't a theory for us it's reality he said uh you know one thing i would add to um remember when i said that shit about brexit this is the kind of shit that happens with the brexit thing where people think these joke they think these votes off a play everyone thinks they about to make some statement like ross perot's running and some shit like look at us we're all we're all gonna get together and it's gonna be so funny it's like it's not a fucking game the these are polar opposites on some like on some important shit like it's not it just will be the same no matter what it won't be the same no matter what it won't be the same you know and even though i see a lot of black people that are talking like you know i'm gonna vote this way and that way my heart of hearts i still believe black people will turn out for the most part and hillary will still win that vote you know maybe not by the margins uh obama Obama did but i can't imagine any self-respecting black person voting for trump i can imagine some not voting i can imagine some voting for a third party candidate correct but in general not it's not enough like these people get a lot of attention on social media and shit and everybody likes to fuss with them and shit 
they have their one vote is to me it's not enough to offset or change anything the black vote will go to hillary clinton here's my thing there's been a divide in the democratic party for some time it's white men white men are courted by this third party shit and they're courted by republicans and they're the only fucking thing holding the democratic party back from total supremacy they don't want to vote for a nigger in obama and they don't want to vote for a bitch in hillary clinton they are tired of this party stepping away from them where are my white men that's what they're thinking that's all they care about is i want a white man that's it you know trump is a horrible candidate but he's a white man his entire viability is based on the fact that he's a white man there's not another thing he brings to the table it's a horrible businessman he's not a politician and you can try to couch that as good or bad but the he doesn't even know things he didn't know that uh he he didn't even know that russia was in the ukraine for the last two years he just did an interview it's it's worse than sarah palin these gaffes and yet he's running for president and we consider him a viable candidate candidate so in a large part when these white people that can opt out of the uh, consequences of voting for trump and think well hey the country will be so bad that it'll prove my point yeah of course they're doing it what the fuck do they care right they never care your life will continue to be the same no matter who's in office right it was really off-putting and one of the things i never really wanted to associate with a lot of those bernie sanders people was because at the end of the day they truly do believe that we don't even need to build a coalition with your black ass and what's most important is that you do what we tell you because at the end of the day if you don't do this i will not vote for hillary clinton and i'm not gonna vote for her anyway so you need to be your ass over here and you know what fuck you right that's all fuck you because it wasn't like we're not here for the same reasons and the same can go for some of the dnc shit but the problem is they built coalitions and they built too much support in the black fan base to a black voter base to try to pretend to ignore us they can't they literally cannot they will fail at the polls if they ignore us but every but these white dudes yeah they they they, they're so fucking hurt that they're no longer the uh shift you know barack obama lost the white vote but he won two elections that is a statement okay there's a shift in power you know and 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 there's been irreparable damage done um to the rnc and to a lot of this third party shit because y'all don't care about race y'all have your one issue i care about the economy and that's it and so you think you got an ally for 14 months while bernie's in it right you're doing all the shit they want to do oh man yeah i'll I'll go out here i'll help you uh go door to door i'll do this and then the second he's out the race man fuck you and your black life i I, my man didn't get on so fuck you that's the only thing that matters to me um but yeah anyway um yeah these you know a lot of that burning your bus crowd was a lot of white people you know i'm not saying there's no black people but the amount of black people is much lower um and you know than that and and honestly uh some black people are gonna make a statement too it's their vote to do what they want with it and honestly I'm, i i just think we'll get the country we deserve if we do, if we get some brexit shit over here then that's what we deserve you know but i was never gonna prop up that crowd of white liberals who don't understand the privilege they have 
I was never going to do it. I was never going to do it. Like, you think you don't even need my vote? Man, you can get the fuck out of my face then. Telling me how to vote and talking down to me and not listening to me. Right. Like, I'm not smart enough and intelligent enough. In fact, I have to know more about it than than you do because it affects me more. Yeah, I don't trust Hillary Clinton on a way that, like, like on a personal level, but I don't trust any politician on a personal level. Um, But I absolutely trust the fact that she needs this black ass vote and that she knows the power of that because she got burned in 08 fucking around right that's the difference bernie ain't he can go back to being independent and be like fuck all this shit like he'll never run for president again right won't make any inroads with black people he'll go back to his white state he'll still keep letting in our uh letting gun companies off the hook and he'll go back to his normal shit nothing will hurt for bernie after this but uh yeah it will definitely hurt for me under trump uh but yeah mckinnon who's a methodist pastor speaks with from within the bernie world but he has a powerful overriding message for the bernie or bus crowd please don't do anything that will force my kids to live through a trump presidency like you got to plead for your humanity with your quote-unquote allies these your allies these your dogs you got to plead for your humanity a lot of white liberals don't understand that they have the privilege of protest that will hurt the people they purport to stand for black people immigrants lgbtq people and so many people who will be affected adversely if trump wins i don't have the luxury of conviction so anyway you know do what you want with your votes though but that that shit is very real uh all right uh let's get into um oh wait i, I didn't even queue up uh, will we still playing guess the race if we did that's a hundred it's not guess the race it's uh i mean that guess the race shit uh <laughs> black <laughs> yeah uh, fuck with black people fuck with black people a hundred um that's that is correct karen that was a hundred as well for <laughs> me um all right let me see if i can find uh a song for our next um uh for our next segment here let's see here we go um it's time for some uh uh, i love the colorful clothes you wear and the way the sunlight plays upon her head oh shit that is the beach boys karen it's time for white people news uh tory spelling and dean mcdermott were hit with a seven hundred and seven thousand federal tax lien holy shit that's some serious white people news they've been married for 10 years and they are in major debt and they owe nearly one million dollars in back taxes mm-hmm oh that's one thing about taxes your whiteness ain't gonna protect you from the government yeah she was just in sharknado so i hope she can get her get her stuff together i hope she got paid in sharknado cash mm-hmm. shark books i don't know how much they how, how much those uh how much, how much value they have yeah i don't know how much that's that stuff that holds but uh yeah uh britney spears said she can't even recall meeting taylor swift 
Huh? Yep. She can't even recall meeting Taylor Swift. That's Mariah Carey's I Don't Know Her, right? That's yeah, the white version. She don't want them problems. This is white on white crime. What do you mean? Who don't want them problems? Brittany. Brittany's uh, like, nope. I have been in the spotlight. I have had, nope. Mm-mm. I feel like that's a um, shot at, at Taylor. I don't think it's her not wanting those problems. Uh, I think that's her shooting a shot at Taylor because she definitely heard of Taylor Swift. Of course she has. She says she can't recall ever meeting a Taylor Swift. Not a Taylor Swift? Mm-hmm. What is she a sweater? Mm-hmm. She experienced, uh, let's see. Um, let's see. In an interview with Australia KIIS Radio this week, host Jackie O asked Brittany a difficult question about the famously friendly pop star and her sworn enemy. Who would you rather sit next to on a plane for 24 hours? Uh, to Sydney, Taylor Swift, or Katy Perry? Brittany responded diplomatically with a lie. I don't know. I don't know. It's hard. They're both so cool. I don't know. Maybe because I've met Katy Perry. I would say Taylor Swift because I've never met her before. So she's never met Taylor Swift. So there you go. But it don't seem that shady. Mm. So she said she would pick Taylor Swift. So, um, all right. Well, there you guys go. Um, that's some white people news for your ass. Uh, let's see what else is happening. Oh, Drew Barrymore, you mm-hmm. guys know she's going through a hard time. Mm-hmm. Just had a conscious uncovering. Yeah. Uh, the 41 year old actress pre- uh, presents her new Sprinkles cupcake to benefit charity following a heartbreaking split. Mm-hmm. She. Uh, what charity is this? On Sunday, she shined in Beverly Hills when she unveiled a strawberry shortcake cupcake to benefit the United Friends of the Children, a charity aimed at providing foster children with better futures. Oh, that's so sweet. The Charlie Angel star was casually stylish for the occasion, pairing a white shirt with a blue embroidery and ripped denim jeans with beige heels while letting her dark blonde locks flow. As part of charity drive with Drew, Sprinkle said they'll donate 100% of the proceeds up to $50,000 and guarantee a minimum donation of $25,000 toward the organization based on the cupcakes uh, August sales. One of the Hollywood's most philanthropic stars, Billy Barrymore in 2007, was appointed ambassador by the United Nations for her efforts in feeding the hungry. There you guys go. Drew Barrymore. Aww. Looking out for the kids. Thank you, Drew. Mm-hmm. Really appreciate you for, for doing that. We do. Um... <laughs> Let's get it to let's get it to some guest rights, guys. But that's that's white people news for uh, for this for the day. Isn't it so light and fluffy? It's like a cupcake. It's like I've someone put strawberry sprinkles on our news. That's what I like. Yeah, they did. Um, all right, <laughs> guest the race time. Now that it's time for some guest the race. That's right, it's guest the race time. Now that it's time for some guest the race. That's right, it's guest the race time. That's right, it's time for guest the race. The number one game show going across all of podcast land. We read and play news articles from all over the globe, and we ask our contestants today, the chat room, to guess the race. And oh, Karen can guess too. Oh shit! That's right. I get to play for once. All right. Uh, and this guest the race is brought to you by Loot Crate. Mm-hmm. That's right. Loot Crate 
is a monthly mystery crate filled with exclusive items from the biggest and best pop culture franchises go to lootcrate.com slash tbgwt and enter offer code tbgwt and get three dollars off of your new subscription uh we have loot crate anime right now mm-hmm. okay now i just subscribed to the main crate again too but we have loot crate anime they <laughs> offer a lot of stuff there's uh loot where we'll be talking about that this week there's loot crate dx there's uh um there's just uh so much stuff mm-hmm. where you can get um you know whether it's a gamer box or whatever so we got our anime crate now it has been <laughs> this has been really really hard not to open this shit all right because okay? we're trying to follow Layla's instructions we try to open these immediately this is, immediately I'm, but uh we knew we wanted to do an unboxing because my niece Layla said we should do that right. for the show um, like we know maybe like oh it's here rip it right open right because my niece is uh a very smart entrepreneur uh <laughs> person and she she was like um you know uh you know y'all need to be smart about this need, this this is a good business idea and i said you know what Layla? you're right so let's see what we did get now one of the things i like about this box is it always comes with like a poster or something mm-hmm. where it tells you what's in the box is uh the anime box does anyway um let me unfold this so y'all can see this joint oh make sure i don't rip this uh bad boy uh look at this by the way this poster is huge but this is the back of the poster so you can see and it and it highlights what's in the box and then this is the front of the poster and for this one the month's theme is squadron we've assembled a we've assembled a crack team of military themed anime and manga for this month's loot anime themed squadron these elite items are here to save the day um and we got a gate t uh a crowded coop uh applied the name the aptly named gate is about a mysterious gate that appears in the middle of a modern day tokyo which allows monsters from a fantastical world to attack the city this charcoal tea features the imperial flag of the saturn empire one of the destinations in the gate world and you get a gate multi-tool which uh goes uh as on the keychain um uh you also get an assault kingdom gundam figure uh gundam figure which you know Ooh. i've been watching uh watching uh cartoon network i believe it comes on there anti-magic academy scarf you get a scarf y'all the scarf mine mm-hmm uh arpeggio Ar- Ar- blue steel manga volume one that's another thing you can get manga um in these crates as well so yeah, like and i got to get used to the manga because it's the opposite of how we read in united states this is Karen's uh shirt. Yes, another t-shirt. There you go, buddy. Um, let's see here. This is the scar that came with it. Um, Ooh, yeah, cuz I got a what was it? A um Mario scar. Mhm. Uh yeah, they have a lot of wearable gear and stuff. Um so you can wear the scarf. Um and let's see what the we got a manga uh in here of course you read these oh, the opposite you know this is the front and that's the back but you read it i had to get used, used to that because i would pick it up going why is this backwards um and we got us a uh action figure the uh the macross uh joint that they talked about uh the writing is in japanese 
cool. Like this is fresh off the boat over here, guys. Ah. Um, it was like we we ain't even dubbing this for you. And here's the keychain uh, multi tool. You know, I need a new keychain. Got new keys, y'all. Uh, so yeah, it's uh, loot crate is amazing, dog. Um, mm-hmm. Also, and then it comes with this pen that you get every month. And uh also the box you can flip it in and out and it becomes, and its, own it becomes its own stand. And so if you're like a collector and you like to put your action figures out, you can uh put them in the box and set up all the things. So uh anyway, let's get to guessing these races. Uh lootcrate.com slash TBGWT code TBGWT. Alright. Police. A woman was found bound in a motel. But she fabricated her own abduction. Mm-hmm. It's happened in Simpson, South Carolina. Police say a South Carolina woman was found bound and unresponsive at a motel uh, uh, Thursday. She was charged with filing a false police report. Um, she basically set up, uh, she's a mother of three. Uh, wait, I mean, I'm sorry. Her mother received three video text messages of her daughter bound gag and crying on tuesday morning the mother contacted police who found johnson at a motel six she was unresponsive and drugged when they arrived according to investigators lieutenant timmy williams of the simpson police simpsonville police department told 48 hours crime cider that investigators were suspicious of the story of the story while looking into the case um sorry my cord is acting stupid over here during the investigation there were different clues that actually sparked the investigators curiosity williams said johnston admitted during questioning by police that she tied herself up and sent the videos to her mom according to williams police have said uh, have not said if they were able to determine how she recorded and sent the videos while tied up johnston told investigators she sent the text because she's going through personal issues in her life right now <laughs> Uh, she has one prior conviction in 2012 she pleaded guilty to an assault case and re- received a one year probation uh guess the race of mrs jessica johnston uh chat room i'm going white karen's going uh going white yeah, All right. I, I forgot i can play white mm-hmm. let me ask the chat room to see what they believe as well um let's see uh white white taylor shifty a oh, cry for help all the white tears included Wizike, chalky <laughs> oh, snow white and the seven lies hunky the correct answer is and everybody got it she's white <laughs> and that's her on the screen right there guys um, oh yeah who's kidnapping that that's what i want to know mm-hmm. times must be hard uh <laughs> how bad is your life you send videos like ah they gonna kill me mama uh <laughs> people scared to death yeah let's go to the bonus round i can't play the music we got shit to do after this um but here's one uh two florida paramedics oh florida <laughs> played a sick juvenile selfie war where they took humiliating pictures with 41 incapacitated patients as part of a contest mm-hmm yep they was having a contest with each other by taking selfies with people that was passed out from 
horrific injuries which is why the paramedics were there in the first place they've been arrested after engulfing in a selfie war where they took pictures of the ink with incapacitated patients for their own amusement authorities said kayla renee dubois uh 24 of navari and christopher wilmer wimmer 33 christopher wimmer 33 of crestview are facing felony charges after being taken into custody on thursday dubois was uh charged with or maybe it's Du Bois, was charged with two uh, counts of interception and disclosure of oral communications after being arrested on Thursday. An arrest warrant was issued for women on seven counts of the same charge. Women also faces a misdemeanor battery charge for holding open the eyelid of a sedated patient. <gasps> for his selfie, Karen. Investigators say he also posed with an elderly woman with her breast exposed. Wow. He turned himself into the jail at 1.30 p.m. on Thursday. I think it was a sick juvenile gang, said the sheriff. It was a sick juvenile gang. I don't know any other way to describe it. Who can be the, the most gross? Who could be the most vile? Who can I get a picture with? It's humiliation. Sheriff, The sheriff's office began investigating in May at the complaints from three other emergency workers about pictures and videos taken as part of a comp- competition. Dubois was fired a week later on May 20th, and women resigned the same day. The investigation found that the pictures and videos were sent to each other, EMS personnel, and friends. Oh. But only a very small number of emergency workers received them. So it's funny because they were so confident in this game, how funny it was, they sent it to people, which incriminated them. And that's why they got caught. Authorities said the selfies inside ambulances included 41 patients, and many oh. were intubated, sedated, or unconscious at the time. Two of the patients had since died, and three selfies appeared consensual. Uh, that's 38 selfies that weren't. Uh, the patients were aging from 24 to 30 to 86, including 19 women and 17 men. Five of them are homeless. Uh, guess the wow. race of these two people, Karen. I'm gonna go, uh, egg, egg paint white. Egg paint white. All right. Let's check the chat room to see what they think uh ancestors did the same thing as the indians were dying of smallpox no i'm not that bad my ancestors made postcards of hanging men at picnics white three names white as jill stein as a jill stein rally they're just going through well nina turner will know soon they're just going through personal problems right now white pokemon nope white Mayo skins raised off jackass white, white enough to watch Charles Barkley's show. (laughs) (laughs) That's terrible, James. Terrible. (laughs) Uh, White and white, and posted for the ground white. Uh, Everybody got it. They were all both white people. yeah uh and that's what they look Ooh. like um that's their mug shots and this is their glamour shots and they were probably doing it for the for the vine and shit uh <laughs> so let's get to uh our final thing let's talk about some uh talk about them swords y'all we gotta talk about that sword ratchetness Ah! Ah! 
that death coming for you ah! now somebody gonna take a selfie with you uh saskatoon police arrest a man with meth and a samurai sword more evidence that methamphetamine is keeping the justice system in saskatoon busy as police charge a man with possession of the drug and a samurai sword it wasn't an easy bus police said around 3 a.m uh central standard time they spotted a vehicle they believed to be stolen heading eastbound on 33rd street west near avenue p south um patrol officers tried unsuccessfully to stop the vehicle but it was found a short time later abandoned in a back alley on the city's west side police say they found meth and a samurai sword inside the vehicle it took a police dog to track the suspect who have been hiding nearby the man arrested uh had to be treated at a hospital because he suffered dog bites uh good uh, i mean is that is that wrong to say uh, <laughs> 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 now the 30 year old man is facing drug and weapons charges along with charges of failing to stop for police dangerous driving and possession of stolen property and breaching bail conditions so there you guys go man you white uh i don't have his picture on this so i'm gonna just say canada let's assume he's white okay meth i mean that's pretty pretty white like the ham round yep like his ham round (laughs) he definitely is a round hammer is what we like to call him all right guys we'll be back tomorrow thank you so much for tuning in to the show yes uh we had to get out of here uh, i believe we have uh dinner we're gonna try to go to cowfish with aaron and kendra again so mm-hmm. uh we'll talk to you guys later uh thank you for so much for the help with the move and listening to the show and supporting us yes uh lootcrate.com slash tbgwt code tbgwt until then i love you i love you too Mwah. Mwah.